0: Sif Pop Podcast is recorded in front of a live internet audience on Spreaker.
1: If you'd like an ad-free beginning to this Studio DNA podcast, you can support Sif Pop at patreon.com slash studiodna. Thanks. Live from a bunker in the heart of the Ozarks, a podcast with the flexibility of Helen Parr, the swagger of Solo, and the legs of the Ready Player One poster, it's Sif Pop some long legs. Welcome to Sif Pop, streaming live on Spreaker every Friday afternoon or available to download later in your podcast feed, unless of course you're a patron. Patrons get
2: perks!
1: Pa- go, go. Patrons get those perks! Woo! I'm Aaron Dicer from YourMovieFriend.com, he's Andrew Ormsby, Ahoy. and each week we'll be joined by a pop culture guru to chat about movies, television, and whatever else from the pop culture universe is on our minds. And today, it's host Emeritus, today! Hughes! Hello,
0: my people! Oh. oh, wow, I'm hearing a lot of applause. Well, I thank you so much for having me back. It's been so nice oh. to be back in the studio.
1: Yeah, it's great to have by you the, on.
3: By the way, Helen Parr is the last girl in The Incredibles.
1: Yeah, she is. Oh, we were sense. looking at each
3: other. We're like, "Who is, is this that? Helen Parr?"
1: Sometimes I just I forget that not everybody knows Pixar like I do. Yeah, the Parrs? really—you didn't know Helen and Bob Parr?
3: Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna make Aaron cry a little
1: bit. Oh here. no, you've never seen The Incredibles? No, I've seen you? The Incredibles. Oh, okay. I'm just not up on it like everybody <laughs>
3: else is. I'm like, yeah, it was a good movie. I'm oh, not, you don't think it's amazing like yeah, everybody else does? I don't does, think I it's see. as amazing as everybody else. Like, okay. but uh, Jeremy thinks it's the best superhero movie ever made. Yeah. Nah, for me.
0: We'll debate that later.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Coming on this episode of Sif Pop.
0: We talk about movies and rankings and all kinds of stuff.
1: Uh, we are. We're going to get into our favorite or most anticipated, I should say, movies of 2018. The oh ones we're looking forward to the most. Uh, we'll have some buried treasure at the end as well. Um, before we get into any of that, though, because we'll also do uh, just one Do We Care, I think we've got, right? Just one. Uh, before that, though, Denae. Oh, yes. The gurus, when they're coming on now, are talking about Star Wars, because it's the big, you know, because we disagree on it. I liked it. Andrew didn't like it. I heard that. And so we're kind of asking our gurus to kind of chime in. How did you feel about The Last Jedi?
0: Did you know that the rumor is, is that the porks cover the puffins?
1: Yeah. No, that's not a rumor. That is that true? That's a rumor. I love it. Yeah.
0: I love that so much. I realize this is maybe like not how most gurus would talk about this movie. They talk about, you know, cinema and plot and character development. But I have to tell you, my daughter, she's eight and a half months. Yeah. She's got a double chin. She has a downturned mouth uh-huh. and a little cute little nose, mm-hmm. and I think she looks like a porg. <laughs> so since watching the movie, I've been calling her my little porg. Nice. So my love of the movie continues to grow, because uh, it's intrinsically tied to her. So how was your experience with it, though? There are porgs in it. <laughs> Chewy ate a porg.
1: Well, did he?
0: Well, we don't know.
3: Maybe he had a couple before that one he
1: threw Yes, <laughs> sure, Yeah, I'm sure Chewy <laughs> needed several <laughs> porgs yeah. to fill up on.
0: So isn't that the only part of the movie that matters? Denae? I'm kidding. How I, did you feel about it? I, I enjoyed it. Yeah? Yeah, I did. And it grew on me the more I thought about it, too. I was in this conflict throughout it going, am I having a good time? I think I'm having a good time. Yeah, I'm having a good time. Oh, but I'm overthinking this part. I can't let this part go. And so uh-huh. there was a little bit of that struggle. And I think that's been a lot of people's reviews, too, is that kind of feeling of just not knowing exactly where you're landing. But then by the end of the movie, things that were bothering me more. Made more sense, like specifically. Um, there's a character at the very, very end. It's actually that the, the when the credits roll, there's this there's this person that's on the screen. Okay, and because it came back to that little person, mm-hmm. it made a previous sequence in the movie make complete sense. I don't know if we're talking spoilers or not, but they go to this planet that's mm-hmm. very casino like, and I'm like, this is stupid. Yeah. Why are we here? <laughs> yes, but then at the end of the movie, I'm like, oh, okay, you know, I understand. So they sort of. My little loose ends felt better at, at the, the end.
1: end. Yeah. I think the one thing that we all agree on or that most of the reviews I've seen agree on mm-hmm. is that it, it's not what we were expecting. Like, you know, in it, oh, yeah. and, and the reaction to that is all over the place. But it's everyone. I shouldn't say everyone. But most everyone seems to come away going, boy, that is that is not what I thought was going to happen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I think that was what I was most frustrated with leaving was I wanted there to be a character resolution that did not happen in this movie. And I had to kind of come to terms with that's just not the way that they're telling the story Mm -hmm. and be disappointed that the story went in a different direction. Right. But I kind of like when a story does that, it doesn't meet expectations and it doesn't do exactly what I thought it was going to do. Interesting. Because that happens every day on television. So I can get that in my sitcoms they they do exactly. You what mean I think. what
1: you were expecting to happen happens yeah. every day on oh, television? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I see.
0: That's what I mean. Yeah, that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like I can watch other shows that meet your expectations over and over and over again, and 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 hit those marks for me. But like on the big movies, it's kind of fun to see that. But I loved seeing Reagan. I found myself wondering why she has a scar on her cheek. You know. I didn't notice that. I think she had like a little. scar. I know
1: Kylo's scar moved.
0: So, stuff like that. There was a couple continuity things that yeah. I, but I like I pick up on that stuff. Yeah, like my biggest question at the very beginning that lingered through the entire movie was the very very uh, beginning. There's this big cool like battle with the rebellion against the bad mm-hmm. guys the bombing. Yeah, there's these the like, huge bomber things that kind of fly in, and uh, one of them's having some struggles for a minute, and th- th- the bottom of the thing opens up and they're gonna bomb stuff and I'm like yeah. how is this person breathing if it's open yes! to the out
2: that's what I told Aaron <laughs>
3: and he said that's just space stuff and I'm like no it's not <laughs> you thought
0: it too yes uh it, it stuck with me through most of the movie, and then <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, maybe there was a force field. You See, know, exactly. That's what I said. I'm like, well, if out.
3: There's a force field. How did the bombs go through? Because, because it's
0: magical. Because an
1: exterior force field,
0: right? That's, it's uh, an exterior. Let you things can go, go out, exactly. But I come back in. There are plenty I just, of
1: things like that. And there was
0: gravity in there, and I was like, so that. That really See, hit me. See, so
1: that force field has to be there because, because there's the gravity. gravity. Yeah, otherwise so, the gravity wouldn't make sense. A couple
0: times those okay, things happened. Okay, well, if you're going but... off
3: that notion, then once those bombs reached a zero-gravity atmosphere, why would they still be
1: going Well, because they're being dropped from inside the gravity, so they're going to mm-hmm. continue in motion. Or
0: maybe they're like self-propelled somehow. But this is something I don't want to have to think about. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um, the other thing that really bugged me, because I did like most of it, so if I have two things that bugged me, the other thing that bugged me was there's another epic battle in space in which everything is coming to like like uh, you know the bad guys are going to get you know Did you want to use the word
1: fruition? Yeah.
0: The good guys are going to get killed and you know the bad guys are look look like they're about to win and all these pieces are all coming together in this major major moment and then there's a big explosion and you know ships got problems and it was like the scene right after that with um uh Lordern. uh Rose and I can't remember Finn. Finn. Like right before, like right before the accident, and right after the accident, th- that whole scene just threw me crazy. Like it threw me crazy, crazy. Yeah, because I'm like, this is ridiculousness. Everybody was together, and now they're all apart, and then magically they come back together, and everything's falling apart, and. This is just too easy. So that really bothered me. I had to like really just toss that one into the mm-hmm. back.
1: I lo- I just love your summary. Gosh, I'm Ship, trying so ships hard. Ships exploding or things exploding and ships having problems. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it's like. Not, not doing spoilers Star Wars very story. difficult. No,
1: you're doing great. You're I doing apologize. Great. I think you're expressing a lot of things that a okay. lot of people are expressing. Well, thanks um, for
0: letting me talk about it. Yeah, no problem. Because I don't problem. get to talk about this with anybody anymore.
1: Uh, <laughs> Lauren says, uh, speaking of your daughter looking like a, a pork A pork." yes. Says, same here, Danae, except I think my son, who, by the way, is about the same age as, as your mm-hmm. baby girl, yep. looks like the drunk gambling alien in the casino, <laughs> the one that is putting coins in BB-8. Do
3: you know who that was voiced by?
1: <laughs> who was that voiced by? Mark Hamill. Oh nice. Oh, the
3: Did drunk it need a voice leprechaun looking guy? I don't
0: remember there being a voice. Just, yeah, that was more like like grunts. Yeah, was it was okay. Mark Hamill.
1: We're going to find out in a future episode of Star Wars that that was Luke Skywalker's uh, illegitimate grandfather. I don't know how it all works. Yeah. I so.
0: I do also want to say I feel like space stuff. When my daughter was first born, she looked like um uh Chris Farley. So, <laughs> I feel like her evolution to Pork is in the right direction. <laughs> I love you, Iris. If you're listening in the future, I yeah. think you're beautiful. Okay. <laughs> Moving and then, on.
3: whenever Iris was four, she reminded me of a small Ewok. <laughs> like, Porks. what was it? Wicket? Was, was that the little Ewok's name, Wicket? W- yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Yeah. Porks don't shake hands. Porks got a, a hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fat pork be a little a, coat. There
0: should be like a onesie I get her or something. That's right.
1: Fat porg and a little coat. Fat porg and a little coat. Yeah. That works really, really well. Nice. All right, let's move on. Uh, we're going to hit a little bit of a little serious discussion before we get into our most anticipated films in yeah. our one moment of Do We Care? Go ahead and hit us uh, with it, Andrew.
3: Every single week, I scour the internets to find out what is going on in the entertainment world, and I pick some topics for us to discuss. We must decide whether or not we care about them or not. This week, we're only going to be discussing one topic because it's pretty much the big topic everybody is discussing right now, and that is the Logan Paul YouTube video controversy.
1: Yeah. I You know, when you initially had brought this up as a possibility to talk about, yeah. I thought, yeah, everybody's talking about it. We should mention it. And then I thought, I don't know if we have a lot to add mm-hmm. to this. It seems pretty cut and dry to me. But then then you laid out some ways to talk about it, which I think is, is beneficial. I think, obviously, right on on the surface uh you know we can just kind of lay out what happened in case you didn't yeah here basically he went to japan Danae, did you hear about this at all
0: so there's this youtube guy yeah, yeah. he is raised in a world of social media and youtube
3: affluenza is he what I
0: call it. he doesn't have a gauge in mind for what is and isn't okay in my opinion mm-hmm. he goes to japan mount at the base of mount fuji there's this uh Thick, thick forest. in called
3: it's, the Okigahara Forest. and
0: I've um, Basically, this forest is so thick. Once you walk into the forest, if you don't have a way to get back out, you're going to get lost. Mm-hmm. You can't hear things very well. is there a whole horror movie based on this this past compasses year? Compasses yeah. don't work inside the forest just because of, you know. Is
1: that true? Mm-hmm. I thought that was an urban legend.
0: There's not an ability to use cell phone service there. So people will, if they're trying to figure out if they want to live or not they will take rope with them and string and tie it to the path and then walk into the forest. And uh, But essentially, a lot of them just either don't come back because they get lost or they don't come back because they choose to take their own life. And he knew this, and so he went off of the path and he came across a body and he filmed it. Um, and he
1: was joking around and laughing. And that's the big thing.
0: In, in, in light, in a light mood. And um, he blurred out the person's face, but he still... He just obviously went too far. I think even going there, going there out of curiosity, I feel like maybe for your own individual curiosity is one thing. Going, knowing that you're going to be making a video that's going to have millions of hits and you're going to be making money off of it, I think is another. His yeah. lack of he's maturity. He's really young too, his, his right? His lack he's of like maturity in this is, is, or something like that. is evident from the very beginning. He doesn't have the capacity to just understand what he's just done. So, yeah. And then, Well, he has
1: the capacity. He may not have. I don't think he the, does yet. That's why
3: I'm calling it affluenza. He's lived such a life where nobody has ever told him no, that he mm -hmm. doesn't understand whenever something is not appropriate because he's just surrounded himself with Mm yes-men.
1: So what I hear you saying, which I think is different than not having the capacity, maybe this is what you mean, is he hasn't lived a life that has taught him how to deal with? Yeah, that. I see what you're saying. If yeah. you're 22 or how old he is, you have the capacity to understand, sure. respect, and yeah. honor, and understand what is and isn't appropriate. Like you, by 22, I mean my boys are all teenagers. I feel like they have enough sense even already in the capacity to understand.
0: They have the ability to understand. I just don't think he's flexed that muscle yet. Right, and I think that's what Andrew's <laughs> that's, saying. That's more what I meant because yeah.
1: of the world he's lived in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I think right on the surface we can all say you know. It's just the wrong thing to do. But yeah. beyond that, what do we want to talk about? So you know?
3: the three things that I picked for us to discuss are general discussion, which we kind of covered yeah, here. Sure, fan base of his reaction, and then YouTube uh, response and responsibility. So moving on to his fan base reaction, you would expect his fans to, you know, condemn this and say that it's horrible. But his true fan base is really on his side which is actually kind of disheartening and kind of alarming at the same point because it makes me think that there's a younger generation out there that potentially shares his belief or not belief but his stance of just a lack of respect towards a uh, a, a, a really an horrible incident like yeah. this, you know.
1: Well, I think I think you have to be careful too, because it's very easy for to read one, two, maybe three comments, and then assess that as the entirety of his, you know, YouTube fans and the comments that they may make.
3: But this is what okay. This is what I'm going off of. The video before it got taken down was overwhelmingly liked over disliked. Like, it wasn't like a...
1: Well, but on YouTube, there's also, there's also a very quick trigger on the like. You know, if you have somebody that you follow... I mean, it's almost like an auto-like... Many of those likes happen for these big YouTubers before they even watch the video. Yeah. So it's it's I'm just saying it's kind of hard to say. What I will say is he is influencing a generation Mm -hmm. that is figuring out what's appropriate and what isn't appropriate. And if there's one thing I know about kids as they grow up, is that is a line they have to figure out.
0: He's also influencing people who um, are trying; they're struggling with suicidal thoughts. mm -hmm, There is actually there are psychological studies that when. Uh, suicide comes to attention like this and gets publicity that there are, there's an actual ramification in society of there being an influx in people who are ready to yeah. do it. So it's not just that. It's also like when you shine a light on this and you make it lighthearted and like, you know, you bring, yeah. you bring such an attention to something that's that needs to be really treated so sacredly and careful and respectfully because there's so much that happens inside the mind of somebody who's contemplating suicide, you know, mm-hmm. and it shouldn't be like joked around like this. So there's actually uh, people who have been releasing blogs because they know inside their sphere of influence within the you know suicide prevention community and things like that, that there is an influx normally after something like this happens. And
3: it wasn't only a couple of weeks ago. We had our very own mental health episode. Yeah. And, you know, I thought we treated it with respect and care. And just to really quickly have a turnaround like this where somebody doesn't show that kind of respect and care is just really unfortunate. And that's kind of.
1: Yeah. When you're t- And when you're talking about these fan responses, a lot of the fan responses I've seen have been, come on, guys, don't blow this out of proportion. He was just trying to have a joke, you know, that kind of thing. He was only kidding, yeah. which is an excuse I hear a lot. From mm-hmm. my own children when, you know, they'll say something mean about somebody. They're like, oh, I was just kidding. You know, we all kind of do that in some way or another. And that's part of the training process is understanding, well, you can joke around. But when you joke, you have the opportunity to hurt people when you take something lightly that is serious to them. Yeah. And this is an extreme example of that. And I think what's unfortunate, what, what I hope is that these people who look up to this YouTuber, mm-hmm. that they have other people they look up to. They can speak into their life and say, he was wrong. Right. You know, that this is You can wrong. still
0: like his videos and he was wrong. You can still choose to follow this guy and he was wrong. That It doesn't have to be, he was wrong, I can't watch him anymore. Like, I'll never watch him because I just don't, I don't have any like well, relationship and that's, with him.
1: And, and, and I hope that's a valid response for a lot of people is well, I'm not going to support this guy anymore right. because he makes these kind of decisions. And again, I don't even know if this is the first See, time. I don't
0: watch any of his he's... videos at all. So I don't know if this is kind of like his norm. Do you know what I'm saying? But this this went into an area where like, oh, your moral compass is way wacky. <laughs> but yeah. he, before we move on to the YouTube uh, conversation, I will say that I'm not surprised that people are coming to his defense. Because think about like I'm, the first person that came to mind was Justin Bieber, right? Like yeah. he has such a huge following. And when he began to make, quote unquote, morally questionable decisions... And he started to do things at concerts and treat people rudely and just drive, (laughs) yeah, do these things. His fans came to his defense, and I think that's just part of culture. Uh, We can go political. What's part of fandom? We have a president right now who has a lot of fans, Mm -hmm. and like people follow who their fans by, and some they can kind of feel have that blind feel to it. No matter who it is, someone's going to come blindly to your defense. And when it's on this magnitude, I think it just happens like pretty broadly. But yeah,
1: you're invested in this person yeah, there's being something a good there. person. And so you're so willing to, yeah. you know, trick yourself almost into, so you know, saying good. It's not
0: surprising that it happens, but I'm with Aaron. I really like your approach to that. Like, I hope that there's other people influencing these these young people or these people in general. So yeah. that they can kind of get a better perspective on stuff like this. So, what about YouTube? What what was their response? I don't so know anything this is about it.
3: Where it gets interesting because when he initially posted this video, YouTube put the video on the trending page. Well, I think
1: that's that's automatic. It though, is right? not
3: trending pages handpicked. Is it really? It is. Hand-picked. That surprises me. So somebody at YouTube picked this video, which in the thumbnail had the dead body, just the face blurred. But it had Logan Paul standing next to the dead body, making a goofy face in the thumbnail. And then in the description, it says, we went to the Japanese suicide forest and found a dead body. And then you click on the video. The first thing you see is this is not clickbait. You will see a dead body. So somebody watched that video, wow. then put it on the trending page. And then YouTube didn't take the video down. Logan Paul took the video down himself. How quickly do you know? Uh, I think uh, a day it was up something like I think a, day. It was a day. So I, I will say I did watch the video. Oh, wa- I
1: haven't. See, I haven't. I didn't know about it till after, till after the video was. I, and I don't know that I would have watched it anyway. But
3: see, the okay, I didn't want to watch the video, but at the same. No, time... No, there's
1: no judgment coming from me to no, you. No. There's no, plenty no, of no, things I watched. What that... I'm saying
3: is, I didn't want to pass judgment on the video if I hadn't seen it. You know, I'll pass judgment <laughs> without seeing it.
0: Well, because <laughs> I, did, I
3: wanted to know how far he would. Uh, and I hope that no, you does, have a, no. What I would
1: say is you have a better feel, right? Yeah. for it than either of us do because we've never seen it. So yep. you understand yep. even more how insensitive it was than we do.
3: Yeah, like so. yeah, he was standing next to the the person, and mm-hmm. uh, people were like, "I can't understand what's going on." And he's like, "Well, you never stood next to a dead guy hanging before." Wow, and, and stuff like that. Yeah, he was. And then joking. I, didn't
0: he take his wallet out. Or point no. to his wallet or something? Yeah, he's... It was It was so inappropriate.
3: I think there was a couple moments. I know... Okay, here's another thing. I do was understand... Was he on drugs?
0: Let's just... Like, is this guy on <laughs> drugs? Anyway, sorry, I digress. No, I, I, digress. I do
3: understand that some people, that's how they react to certain, uh, you know, situations is to, you know, try and evoke humor because... if You're uncomfortable. You're, not, you're uncomfortable, and mm-hmm. that's just like a defense mechanism to, yeah. you know, try and... But at the same time, it didn't feel, from what I saw, it didn't feel like he was trying to you know use humor as a uh, as a defense or as a no, response no he was
1: performing he was performing right I and
3: definitely, here's another
1: thing i mean somebody edited this video oh yeah it was yeah it wasn't like it was live or anything
3: no so somebody had to sit down and actually edit this video like
0: and no take... one said are we sure this is not okay yeah, at any exactly. point yeah well now well
1: somebody may have said that and they right. may have gotten you know gotten shouted down or whatever yeah. but yeah
3: but no, I'm saying like really somebody like... had to edit it. Logan Paul said, yep, it's good. He re-watched him standing next to a dead guy and he still
1: okay.
0: thought it was well, okay. Well, and then YouTube got involved. Right, so. and so let's
1: let's get back to the, what what is okay. the platform's responsibility here? Yeah. Uh, number one, I think a day is a very short amount of time to accuse YouTube of anything in the realm of not taking it down, not doing something. Six
3: and a half million views.
1: Yeah, I, I'm just saying there... The, It is very hard for a corporation to be able to act that quickly and to be aware of that many things. Because there is stuff that gets uploaded to YouTube. All I mean, the numbers are absolutely astonishing how much stuff gets uploaded. Every
3: minute, 24 hours of footage is uploaded to YouTube. Every minute. But at the same time, somebody from YouTube picked it, that's put what, it on the trending page, yes. and then YouTube and never took it down. Logan Paul took it down himself, and there has been no ramifications from YouTube to Logan Paul. And that's what I want to talk about most of all, the fact that there are other YouTube channels who have gotten in trouble for things way, way less severe and sure. horrific than this, and they've had their channels deleted. But since Logan Paul is such a name catcher and that he is a... Care, or that he is an actor in youtube original television shows they still have not taken down his channel for this and i honestly think they should take him down i think that they should hold themselves to a standard instead of saying well he brings in money
1: i think there is a place for patience i think there's a place for the people at youtube to really have a discussion and do what's right yeah uh, i also feel like there's a place for probation that's one thing I don't hear a lot about is saying, you know, why isn't this when this something like this happens say, okay, Logan Paul, you cannot upload videos for the next 30 days. We're going to talk about this, we're going to think about this and we're going to make the right decision. But I don't I don't like it that we expect YouTube to like jump all over it right away. I think there's a real case to be made for really processing something and thinking through it and thinking about the ramification for what that means for other YouTube channels that maybe do have, I I don't know what the case would be. This is obviously an extreme case. But like you're upset because other YouTube channels are taken off for much less. Yeah, but because
3: they don't have the Logan Paul name, you don't ever hear about it. Right,
1: and that's why I'm saying YouTube needs to make sure they find a way to understand what they are going to do going forward and that it's consistent with everybody um, because yeah. th- that's I do not envy it that is a tough job that is a difficult job to say okay you're allowed know. you're allowed know. to put this on I'm not gonna
0: be like you're done
1: yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Well, that's fine,
1: but then that may be that may be somebody else someday that you're yeah. upset because it wasn't didn't rise to your level. But of... if
0: I own YouTube, too bad.
3: Okay, here's the other too thing. Too bad. I mean, it's under- my
0: decision to make. I
3: agree with what you're saying. Probation sounds like a good idea, but at the same time, you need to make a Press release that is not total PR, doesn't really say anything. Yeah, no, totally, totally. To let everybody know there is a discussion happening what right now. What stinks
1: is it's such a litigious society that if they make one step wrong, all of a sudden Logan Paul is suing YouTube and mm-hmm. may actually have a case. Mm-hmm. Because he can. all he has to do is bring in examples of other videos that they left up and didn't delete the channel, and all of a sudden, he's got a case against them Fine, for millions you're and millions fired of too, dollars. And you're so, fired, and you're out. But there are still guidelines. <laughs> Regardless, they can just say
3: that, yes, there is so much content, but you were the one who decided to upload un- this, and you went against the YouTube guidelines that un- were set forth. I, I understand, but a signed. good
1: lawyer... Is going to uh, that's I'm saying the problem is also you know what, in our I society. Just, I'm shutting YouTube right, down. If you
3: think that Aaron Paul, <laughs> or Aaron Paul that. if you think that Logan Paul, speaking of Aaron Paul, actually went crazy on <laughs> Logan know. Paul on Twitter, but if you think that Logan Paul can afford better lawyers than YouTube, who is owned by Google, <laughs> then I don't. He doesn't know.
1: have to afford better lawyers. He just has to afford good ones. And, that, and that's what I'm
0: saying. Don't be afraid of being sued. Just kick him out and tell him, go, I, I go find agree. another platform. I actually
1: agree. I'm just saying, I'm you're, just you're, saying. You're playing all the angles. And I'm also saying, can we not shift blame away from where it truly belongs, which is Logan Paul? Oh, yeah. Like 100%. You understand what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of, okay. That's why how- I
0: kicked him out of YouTube. <laughs> yeah. I made the decision. We can, Thank you, We Danae. can move on. Thank He's, you. If I'm in charge, which I I don't know if you guys know this, but I am actually the owner of YouTube.
1: Oh, I am always going to be a voice for it's not as cut and dry <laughs> and as easy as we think it is. I'm always going to play that role because I think it's important. And I think there's something to thinking through things. And uh,
3: I, I hope you didn't think that I was not blaming Logan Paul. He is 100 percent of the blame is on him for this. But at the same time, all I'm saying is that YouTube does have a responsibility to not only well, him, they're not a hundred percent of the blame. I did say that. I just said they the have a responsibility.
1: Well, I just that's what I'm saying. The blame shifting is always a, an interesting thing, and, and it's it's legitimate. It's worth talking about. Yeah. It's just it's not that easy.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, before we move on to the next thing, I just want to make sure that we give the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, which yes, is please. 800-273-8255. So you can call 24 hours a day. There's actually an online chat. So if you have a smartphone and you're just feeling down and you want to talk about something going on in your life, you're having dark thoughts, you just need someone to kind of just express to and be honest with, you can chat with them too. So if you don't feel like talking, that's an option. Um, Just take your smartphone, search National Suicide Hotline, and then there's a call and a chat feature. And again, the number is 800-273-8255. Please call and talk to somebody if you're having a hard time.
3: Yeah. Absolutely. And you guys know, I told you on our mental health uh, episode we had that I actually had to call them a couple times whenever yeah. I was couldn't control what was going on in my head, and they are the nicest people. Yeah, they and care. Ap- they really care. Yeah, and a, even like a week after I called, they called me back just to check on me and make sure I was still doing okay. So it's not like once you hang up with them, they're done with you. No, they they keep in touch with you, make sure you're still doing okay, so- Yes, if you even if you are questioning whether you need to call them, I'd say still go ahead and give them a call because there's no judgment. All they want to do is help make you better. And they'll give you all the steps they can to they can think of to help make you better. So, I can't, you know, Thank them enough for what they did for me, and I know they have done for other people I know, so definitely that's a, give them a call.
1: It's a great place to leave it. I, I really appreciate that, Andrew. Thank you for that. Uh, let's do this. Let's move on. Before we head to our most anticipated uh, movies of 2018, just a real quick uh, sift quest, just tiny little one, came through uh, Twitter. Okay. Uh, Hey, Aaron, interested to hear on this episode of Sif Pop about what makes you excited to see a movie as the founder of Hashtag Zero Frames. It's hard to get excited for a movie with a freshman cast and director, or do you follow someone with similar taste and then they help inform you? I think that's a great question. As somebody who doesn't watch trailers and, you know, kind of stays away from movies. uh, (laughs) You know, for me, I just know that I'm going to have a few surprises in the year that I didn't know about. That's just what it comes down to. And I'm excited for that. You know, that's exciting for me. Um, but I don't have to see a trailer to be excited for a movie. I can see a director's name, you know, an actor's name, uh, or just know the preceding material. You know, all those things, or maybe a little thing about it. So you'll hear the things that make me excited about a movie. I think I was going to say episode.
3: also for like he said the freshman like the unknowns. Uh, word of mouth comes quickly with movies like it's that. It's true. Yeah. So you could be like, hey, everybody's talking about this movie. So now that'll in turn build your anticipation. Without you even having to watch a
1: trailer. Absolutely. All right. Without further ado, <laughs> Sif Most Anticipated Movies of 2018. Uh, I have all of our lists, our top 10 lists. We will go from number 10 to number 1. I'll wait for the theme song to, to finish out. Is that the end? <laughs>
0: <laughs> all
1: right. There we go. Nice.
0: <laughs> one little extra
1: Had to note get it in, in there. there. Uh, there were several that didn't make our list that I want to run through really quickly.
0: Oh, okay. good.
1: Um, Danae an unnecessary
0: this. list. This is not mentions. unnecessary. These that are all the unnecessary. honorable mentions. Nobody you, are mentioned- Are you going to- re- Well, there's like 99 movies coming out 50. next year.
1: This is just 50 movies I'm going to go through. Oh. I'm just kidding. There's only 30. Okay, so you've got the New Mutants. Really? Nobody mentioned that. Yeah. So, it'll be interesting to- I should say Disney's the New Mutants, <laughs> now that they own- uh, they yeah. are the X Men. Uh, Andy a Circus is
3: X Men horror
1: movie. Yeah, Andy Circus is doing his Jungle Book version. Yeah, that's coming out this year. That's called Mowgli. Nobody mentioned that one. That one sounds exciting. Christian Bale's in it. Some pretty incredible sure, it's not cast. Mowgli. Uh, I don't. I always call him Mowgli. Is it Mowgli?
0: It's Mowgli. All right, Mowgli.
1: Then yeah. my apologies. Mow the lawn, Mowgli. Uh, all right. Uh, Fantastic Beast Two. Nobody mentioned that no, new don't Fantastic care. Beast movie. Uh, Hellboy. Nobody mentioned the new Hellboy coming out.
3: Yeah. I get, just not every it's hard to push i want everybody well, this to is know. what i'm saying 2018
1: looks amazing yeah. like, there's a lot of cool stuff it's coming stacked. out stacked uh new cloverfield sequel
3: yep man that was number 11 it was, was it num-
1: yeah ah uh and here's what i like about cloverfield as a zero frames guy is like we still don't have anything about this movie no We'd- poster no anything originally maybe it was going to be called the god particle or something and be yeah. about space but
3: 10 Cloverfield Lane, the trailer for that movie came out like, less than a month before yeah, the movie was I love released. love that.
1: Man, do I yeah. love that.
3: As, it's, that's some I Hitchcock s- stuff right there. I somebody
0: yeah. who never saw Cloverfield before, and then I watched that movie, which I called the Bunker movie.
1: <laughs> yeah. That
0: last 10 minutes was so confusing.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm like, what? Yeah, but
2: <laughs> what? the, last 10, second, the what? last
1: 10 minutes,
3: I'm going to spoil 10 Cloverfield Lane. I'm sorry, I'm beep, spoiling beep, a movie that came beep, out you know three beep. years ago. But.
2: warning.
3: All that last ten minutes was oh he was right. That's all yeah. that last ten minutes yeah. was was oh he was right. Yeah,
1: in in that way he was right.
3: Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: in that way <laughs> he was right.
1: Cruella, live action Dalmatians movie.
0: What a great movie that was. Another so one. Uh, was so yeah, crazy. I think so. I mean, that was such a good. It was a thriller, and I don't I don't watch thrillers normally. Oh,
1: Tink Cloverfield I mean, Lane. We're, we're still on that. Stuck no, in I think that she's... little
0: bunker.
3: Oh, I thought you were talking about Cruella.
0: No, man, I'm stuck in Cloverfield Lane now. It really Lane is a now. good movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think Cloverfield Lane's one of my favorites.
0: And then these little scratches and <laughs> I'm just stuck in there. How is she gonna get out?
1: Uh, Disenchanted, a sequel to Enchanted. Oh. I thought that sounded interesting uh sicario 2 none of us mentioned sicario 2 it, it looks <laughs> really
3: bad it looks it looks like a straight to dvd it really
1: does look bad it's
3: like Wait, like... how do you know it looks really bad huh how do you know it looks because really the director
1: bad? isn't even it's not even um what's his name Denis Villeneuve. It's, it's not even Denis Villeneuve.
3: no like i i saw the trailer and it looks like a direct to
1: dvd oh
3: it looks really bad did you want
1: to say something about Disenchanted? are we going too fast do you want us to slow down Danae? no she wants us <laughs> to get through this list i
0: actually do i mean i did have something to say but we'll just move on
1: all right uh I, this may be my biggest surprise that nobody mentioned. Mission Impossible 6. Man,
3: I really wanted to. Yeah. really wanted New
1: to. Mission Impossible is... But I think it's because we kind of already know what's coming with a lot of these movies. You know? We kind of know what yeah. to expect. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Uh, this one's really interesting to me. It almost made my list. You
0: guys were surprised that I knew the name of somebody that was in a movie.
3: <laughs> I'm not
0: surprised I mean, come you knew on, the name was of a Tom shock.
1: Cruise. No, it was you, a shocker. You know what, Andrew? She's right. That is surprising. I don't I, care if she it's she know Tom Cruise was? No, I that she knew so he good. was in the Mission Impossible movies. Maybe... <laughs> Maybe a little bit of a uh, shocker.
0: And they call me a guru. That's By the right. way, there
1: are helicopters in those movies today. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, this one almost made my list. <laughs> Coming out this Christmas, Mary Poppins Returns. I almost a did that one, too. sequel to Mary Poppins that has Dick Van Dyke in it.
3: Yes. Oh, that was That's an amazing exciting scene, isn't, uh, Oh, I'm trying to remember the name of the person who's going to be playing Mary Poppins. It's uh, It's not Jessica Chastain. It's like... Uh, anyway.
0: Yeah. No, it's got a great cast. Is that one person? Yeah.
1: It looks exciting. Is um, that one
0: person... They did the, the, the one exactly thing. That's exactly
3: who it is.
1: It's the one person that did she, the one thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, yep. I think it's
3: the girl who plays Tomb Raider.
1: Oh, really?
3: Yeah, I think so. Mm. The, new, the new Tomb Raider, not Angelina Jolie.
1: Okay. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, the guys uh, that from Wallace and Gromit have Early Man coming out, which looks uh, interesting, so I thought I'd mention that. Uh, nobody mentioned the Netflix ori- uh, original, The Irishman. I mean, De Niro yeah, and Chino and Scorsese. It's a stacked year, man. It's a stacked year. Uh, comedy Holmes and Watson is a Sherlock Holmes comedy with uh, Will Ferrell. Nobody and mentioned John that. C. Riley. Creed 2. Nobody mentioned Creed 2. I know. Here's another one that almost made my list uh, Mary Magdalene. Uh, Garth Davis is directing it, the guy that did Lion, one of my favorite movies of last year.
3: And I think Joaquin Phoenix is Joaquin Jesus. Joaquin Phoenix
1: that. plays Jesus in it. I, I'm just telling you, I'm interested. It
3: looks like it, it, the trailer looks really good.
1: Uh, Maze Runner, The Death Cure, new Maze Runner movie <clears> coming <throat> out. Only the first one was good. Um, on Chesil Beach because it has uh Saoirse Ronan. Nobody mentioned that one. Yeah. Uh, also Sersha Ronan in Mary Queen of Scots.
3: Saoirse Ronan! Now, not only her, but Margot Margo, Robbie. I know. Looks
1: weird. Dun, dun,
2: dun, dun.
1: Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Sersha is amazing.
0: Saoirse Ronan. <laughs> uh, that's <laughs> that's
1: Worth that's it. That's <laughs> Uh, let's see. Um, Beautiful Boy sounds interesting. Timothy Chalamet, who was in a couple of huge
0: movies this year. That's Steve were i thought you were, were going to read 30
1: of them. No, you're of not. Course. No, there, there's a lot of great stuff Can people want to know I'm about this. I want to throw stuff.
3: one out that really was close to making it on my list. Yeah. It's a movie I, called I, Mute. It's that had, looked interesting. Now, Duncan Jones, who who did Warcraft, but he also did yeah. Moon. Yeah. He said, This is a. AKA
0: uh, David Bowie's son.
3: Yes, David Bowie's <gasps> son. Duncan Jones. Hey, you knew that what? too? <laughs> yeah.
0: Guys, I am a guru
3: after
2: all. <laughs>
1: That's right but you are. But this
3: movie stars Alexander Skarsgård and he said it's kind of like Blade Runner meets Moon. It's about a, Whoa. a mute bartender who has to find his sister in this kind of cyberpunk futuristic world.
1: I had it listed I had it listed as one we oh, should okay. we should talk about, but no, I'm glad you brought it up um the 1517 to paris clint eastwood's new movie about the terrorists who took over the train yep. i think that could be interesting Yep. uh the party was interesting to me director sally potter uh who did a, a movie called ginger and rosa that i really liked There's a movie, uh, was doing it
3: also a movie you probably have it on your list called the 12 strong or mm-hmm. something like that yeah what's is that what it's called the 12 12 strong, strong. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah really chris looks good right yeah chris Hemsworth, or yeah chris Hemsworth, yeah
1: so, uh, Red Sparrow is the Jennifer Lawrence ballerina spy movie. Yeah, it looks what, weird. What is that? I don't know. Obviously, I don't watch it, it, trailers. It, yeah, so. it looks weird. Uh, Steven Soderbergh has another stealth movie coming out called uh, Unsane, mm-hmm. which he shot on an iPhone, apparently. Yeah. So, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it,
3: yeah he shot the entire thing on an iPhone.
1: Uh, John Krasinski decided to step into the director's chair. Again. A Quiet Place. Yeah. Uh, with him and his, uh, his lovely Emily Blunt uh, doing that together. Uh, uh, Alita Battle Angel. Nobody mentioned this one. This was originally developed by Cameron, James Cameron, and then given over to Robert Rodriguez. And uh, I, I think it sounds fascinating. Of course, I love sci-fi, so uh, that one could be interesting. Uh, the Happy Time Murders. Have you heard about this one? Sounds familiar. The Happy Time Murders is Brian Henson, John uh, Henson's son. Um, is that right? John Henson? Muppets guy? Jim Henson. Jim Henson. Thank you. I knew that was wrong. Jim Henson's son is... Is doing a, a live action slash mu- uh, puppet movie called The Happy Time Murders with like Melissa McCarthy, Maya Rudolph, Joel McHale, Elizabeth Banks. And it's supposed to be like kind of a more adult oriented like Muppet Middle movie. Tank. So, The Happy Time Murders. I don't want called. it
0: to because I love you, the Henson peoples, but that yeah. doesn't, doesn't sound very interesting.
1: Live action Mulan. Nobody mentioned that one. As being Did not know that was
3: going to be a thing.
1: Uh, and then nobody mentioned. This may be the most surprising to me. Nobody mentioned Wreck-It Ralph two as their most in their most anticipated. I didn't
0: see that one on my list.
1: So yeah, Ralph. Yeah,
3: it was a. I liked. I like the first Wreck-It Ralph. But can I tell you? I, 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 I. I'm. I'm always nervous about sequels, man.
1: And this in this title is awful. Ralph breaks the internet. I hate that title. I. That, I is that the title? That's the title. That's really bad. Ralph breaks the internet. That's Kardashian. Kind yeah, That's like, it has all this baggage to it, and I'm just like. Man, I feel like they could have come up with something better than that. All right, here we go. Into our top 10 Finally! Most anticipated.
0: <laughs> I can stop drawing on my. What'd you cup draw? Now.
1: What'd you draw? A porg.
0: A porg. Oh, nice. Yeah. You can tell that it's it looks a porg like your because I keep writing porg Dang around it, it.
3: Now I got to go get Chick fil A. Dude,
0: <laughs> their tea is phenomenal. why oh. I recommend doing a half unsweet, half sweet? We
1: we're wasting time talking about movies on a movie podcast, but you want to talk about Chick Fil A? That's plenty worth it. Sp-
3: say it says the guy who spent an entire day camped out in front of a Chick Fil A hey, so love he could Chick-fil-A. get free Chick Fil A for a year.
0: He did. I do love Chick Fil A. It was your Everest. Uh, I'll kick us off.
3: <laughs> it was probably just as cold. It
1: was. It was, it was freezing. It was so cold. Um, and Everest had just come out that year. <laughs> yeah. So Danae photoshopped uh me into Jake Gillihal's place on like a bunch of the posters and you stuff. Still had and it. I gotta see yeah. It. yeah. Yeah, yeah, we've got those. The Chick fil A Everest compilation. Um yeah, spending the night out in, you know, ten degree weather just to get free Chick fil A for a year. It was worth it. Uh, we'll go number 10 to number one with our most anticipated movies of 2018. Uh, if somebody gets Trumped, we'll wait and talk about it later.
3: You said we're doing something different this time.
1: So, yeah, we're going to pre-Trump. In other words, I'll just say, you know, for instance, let's say my number 10 was trumped by somebody. I'll just say my number 10 was Trump, so we're going to Andrew. So that way, we won't even give it away until the person who has it highest in their list Uh, gets to go. So I've got all that here. Okay. So I'll kind of take us along. I'll start, and then we'll go Andrew, and then we'll go Danae uh, and talk about these movies. Uh, My number 10 was not trumped, actually. Uh, My number 10 is Backseat. Uh, This is the Dick Cheney movie starring Christian Bale, Sam Rockwell, Amy Adams, done by Adam McKay, the same guy that did the big short. I Mm -hmm. think this movie is going to be phenomenal. I saw one tweeted picture of Christian Bale as Dick Cheney, you and cried it, because your eyes
0: had been burned out because blew of your my No mind. frame. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't look
3: like Christian Bale. Well, at all. it wasn't a
1: frame. Ruined. It wasn't a frame of the movie. He oh, was on set. Well. So. well, then that's
0: okay. Yeah,
1: it was fine.
3: Watching Christian Bale shoot somebody in the face with bird shots going to be.
1: <laughs> that's the whole movie. That's, it's, it's all around that's the hunting a, accident. Yeah, I think it probably has more to do with the vice president having more power than the president, or at least the you know the assumption of that kind of thing. Well, whenever in you that...
3: hi- hire an oil tycoon like Dick Cheney to, uh, be
1: it'll back. be interesting though, right? Very, yeah, very. I kept... Adam
3: McKay's transition from comedy to this type of movie has been very fun to watch.
1: It's been really interesting, and I feel like he has such a great touch with that kind of stuff. Uh, the big short really impressed me, and so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see uh, what this movie yeah. has going for it. So that's my number 10. What do you got, Andrew? Oh, I'm wait. Gonna... No, I'm sorry. Andrew's number 10 is Trump. <gasps> no! Okay. <laughs> Danae. So we'll go to Danae. Danae, what is your number 10?
0: I wrote down Wrinkle in Time. Yeah. Because my friends said that when they saw the trailer, they cried They with excitement. I,
3: I Now, this is based off of an, anticipation. an original.
0: Uh,
1: do you guys not know the book? I've never read the book.
0: I think I read the book. Oh, my
1: goodness. This is one of the best books I ever read when and I was a And I remember, kid. like, like it's well, so that was, fun. That
0: was the thing is my friends, they were like, this was one of those life-changing books for yeah. me. Madeline L'Engle, I think.
1: I read it back-to-back with that. And I think there's one called, like, 88 Balloons or, or Around the World in 88 Days. 99. I can't remember. Red balloons. <laughs> yes. This, no, it wasn't that. summer
2: sky.
1: And it just, those those two books in particular sparked my imagination. So I'm really interested to see this. It just didn't quite make my list. But uh, Anna DuVernay. Is directing it? Who does amazing work? Starring
3: so. Oprah Winfrey and uh...
0: and you get a wrinkle. Then you <laughs> get a wrinkle. <laughs> Everybody
3: gets Everybody a wrinkle. Get a wrinkle.
1: Uh, uh, yeah. So that should be exciting. But you you just put it down because your friend cried.
0: That's right. That
1: right, makes sense. Uh, number nine for me. Uh, my number nine is Trumped. So we'll go to Andrew's number nine.
3: My number nine is the predator and it's i'll tell you why this movie made my list not because it's a predator movie you know i love you know the predator the mm-hmm. aliens and all that stuff i'm excited for this one because it has a good cast and it's written and directed by shane black the guy who did Nice Guys and the Lethal yeah. Weapon movies.
1: What is a Predator movie by Shane Black That look like, is though? what
3: I have to see. But it start. it has this really interesting cast of like a mixture between action stars and comedians. You have Keegan Michael Key in this, you have Olivia Munn. And it's just this weird cast that makes you very curious of, like, what type of movie this is going to be.
1: By the way, Olivia Munn just announced this hosting the Critics' Choice Awards next week. Really? So, yeah. One of
3: the most beautiful women in the world. be interesting. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's why I have The Predator on my list.
1: All right, that's your number nine. Denae, yeah. uh, your number nine is Trumped. Aw. Uh, so we will go to my number eight. Uh, and my number eight is also Andrew's number ten. Uh, it's Isle of Dogs, yeah. Wes Anderson's new movie. So talk, I, talk. I mean, the fact that it's Wes Anderson is already I'm interested. Claimation, you know, even though I don't necessarily always like Wes Anderson, but the fact that he's going back to stop motion animation, yeah. In my favorite Wes Anderson movie is Fantastic Mr. Fox, yeah. I'm just I'm excited.
3: Fantastic Mr. Fox was so unique and so original. It kind of felt kind of like the chicken run movies, you know, Mm -hmm. not from just the claymation standpoint. That's not what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to stay, you know, from the tone and the vibe, but there was still something because there was something childish about it because they never cursed in the movie. They just Mm -hmm. literally said the word cuss, Mm -hmm. like, oh, cuss you Mm will cuss you too. You know, it's stuff like that that makes it, you know, just universally accessible yet at the same time there's something it's kind of like what pixar does it's universally accessible but there's something there for everyone
1: yeah i i really love fantastic mr fox and if wes anderson is is going to do another stop motion i'm definitely paying attention and i don't know anything about the story oh, not a don't? single thing well then i
3: won't tell you but it has a great cast i assume it.
1: there's dogs and maybe they're on an island
3: that's, yeah, that's it. All right, good. Yeah, but good. you have like so Brian- it's,
1: it's basically a sequel to Up then. Yeah, you pretty much have, yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what
3: it is. But you have Brian Cranston, Ed Norton. Oh, that's right. Cranston Bill Murray. is well, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I'm not going to tell you the, because I've seen a couple trailers for it, and it looks to be one of his most, dare I say, original movies.
1: Nice. Yeah. All right. I'm still
0: confused about the- uh, An Island of Dogs? The sequel to Up reference.
1: Yeah, all the dogs on-, on no. I don't remember. All the talking dogs? All the talking dogs up. on Up?
0: Yeah, I don't remember that at all.
1: Wow. <laughs> Sorry that about like, that. I was remember the first 15 minutes when they couldn't <laughs> have a baby. Yeah. <laughs> it's like all anybody ever remembers about Up.
0: <laughs> yeah, guys. I remember the balloons too, duh. Yeah.
1: <sighs> all right, we're on to Andrew's number eight, which is Trumped.
3: Of course it
1: is. Uh, so gonna... we'll go on to Danae's number eight.
0: I think that was Ocean's, right?
1: That is Ocean's eight. In a yeah. number eight for you.
0: The only reason I picked this one is because there's a whole bunch of women and I'm really curious if we're shooting women differently. And I don't mean, like, shooting. Like, I mean, filming. Yeah. yeah, Because I, even- I feel like there's been a couple of movies, Wonder Woman recently, and then, Erin, you mentioned the one with Charlize Theron, and she was shot like a
1: dude. Atomic, Atomic Blonde. Atomic Blonde. Yeah, and I yeah. really
0: want to see that movie, specifically because I want to have a better understanding of how- What that means. Yeah, what that means, because I've only ever seen- what, Have you seen movies. Wonder Woman? Well, oh, good
1: example yes. is Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman's a great, a great how a woman shoots a woman movie. Yeah. Um, it, and if you watch Wonder Woman and then Justice League, I don't know if you've seen Justice League, you can no. tell the difference in the way Gal Gadot is shot. She's uh, more sexualized in Justice League. Uh, well, technically, it's Gadot. Yeah. Well, then
0: why do not we Gadot? say Gadot? Because
1: because it's Gal Gadot. I mean, it's like it's. I mean, if you really want to get it. into Gal Gadot. There you go. Anyways. Anyhow. I'm sure she
0: appreciates our attempt. Yes. She's more, I <laughs> think she listens she's more to the show, you know. she's more objectified
1: in Justice League. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Well,
0: that's the thing, is I'm curious in a movie that has, uh, is it all women? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, so it's oceans. Eight, but, but there are
3: eight women. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've seen a couple trailers, just to put your mind at ease. Granted, a trailer is like a minute and a half of the actual movie. And but, not often accurate. But from what I saw, it didn't seem like it was going to be like a seductive femme fatale kind of thing. It yeah. looked like they were... It looked like if you just replace the cast of the Ocean's movie with women, they just fit in that role, and they weren't trying to use like their bodies to like seduce and stuff. It looked like you know so, we're just really smart women who pull a con.
1: It is a it, it's Gary Ross who's directing it, so it yeah. is a male director. So it, it will yeah, be I'm interesting just kind of curious
0: because there's like this thing right where g- girl movies sometimes make me sick. To my stomach I've heard that from other women too I don't have that kind of relationship with female friends And so I don't relate to these girly girly movies Mm -hmm. And so I'm just curious to see How the culture continues to shift Towards having women in lead roles so that's why I put this one and on And how list. they're
1: represented yep. and how their re- relationships are represented. So
0: I'm a little nervous about it, but if I watch it, that's going to be one of the things I look for. It's
1: definitely a great cast. Uh, Sandra Bullock is in the lead as, what, Danny Ocean's sister? I think so. So she's like the sister of the main guy from, you know, the Ocean's movie uh, movies. And Ellen, Helena uh, Bonham Carter, Carter Rihanna, Rihanna. Rihanna, yeah, Mindy Kaling uh, in there as well. Anne Hathaway, Kate Blanchett. Yeah. I love Anne. So, okay. yeah, it's a great, absolutely great cast. So I would be excited to see that one uh, as well. Number seven. Uh, we're on to number seven already. Yeah. Uh, my number seven is Pacific Rim Uprising.
0: Yeah. I am I'm with so you. I excited love, for
1: I Pacific, Pacific Rim sequel. Yeah. Um, is
0: this the one where... Giant
1: Robust Fighting Giant Monsters.
0: Jonna helped to train one of the lead I'm
1: so- oh, remember? yeah, yeah, I remember you talking about that. Your, your friend actually works yeah. with one of the actresses a, in this.
0: She's like a, a coach for, for acting, and her student landed one of the main roles in this film. So. Really? Yeah.
1: Yeah, and uh, really the only known actor in it is John Boyega, right? Like, I don't think there's anybody else Scott in it. Scott
3: Eastwood. Because um, Charlie Hunnam's not coming back, I don't think. No, 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 no. And uh, neither is Idris Elba. So I guess Scott Eastwood and... Uh, Oh, I think uh, the girl who was in Pacific Rim, the Japanese girl, I think she's back. Okay. and But, oh, but uh, certainly
1: not any big names. I no, mean, John Boyega is probably the only one you could say. Charlie
3: Day is returning, I oh, think. Oh, is he? Yeah.
1: Oh, I didn't think he was. Yeah. That'd be a decent. I mean, he's a decent-sized name.
3: Uh, is Guillaume Latour directing this one?
1: No, I don't believe he is.
3: Okay.
1: Uh, I could be wrong about that, though. I don't yeah. know why. I, I don't know. Let me make sure. I, I want to get that right.
0: Please stand by while Aaron Googles.
1: <laughs> That's right. I could just... Hey Google.
0: Google. Hey, Google. hey Google! Hey Google! Hey
1: Google! You have to listen to the pre show to get that reference. Yeah. You can be a paid patron supporter and listen Google. to the pre show. Hey Google. Who directed the new Pacific Rim Uprising movie? Google doesn't understand. You
0: just use your fingertips.
1: Yeah.
3: Pacific Rim Uprising is directed by Stephen S. DeKnight.
1: Yeah, I didn't think it was I didn't think it was Del Toro. Known for back.
3: Daredevil, the he's a producer on Daredevil actually direct
1: anything so the the truth is i'm excited basically on concept alone i love the first one and i'm excited to see what the second one looks wow. like so it could he's, be interesting
3: he's directed one episode of smallville one episode of dollhouse one episode of daredevil
1: wow yeah i just got more nervous about this yeah <laughs> but hey you gotta start somewhere right yeah you never know uh all right andrew's number seven my
3: number seven is going to be Bohemian Rhapsody, which, as you all know, I am a huge Queen That's and Freddie Earth. Mercury fan, so a actual biography is something I am very, very <laughs> excited about. <laughs> Galileo, Galileo,
2: Galileo, Galileo,
3: But, no, we have... Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to get in on it. No, but no. we have... Um, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rami Malek. Ra- right? Rami Malek playing Freddie Mercury, and seeing him like in the full Freddie Mercury, you can barely tell that is not Freddie Mercury. And I haven't actually heard him sing yet, but from what I, what well, they, people have said is like he is actually a really good singer. They now. should
1: just hire Mark Martell to do the singing. Oh, your friend who did the uh, <laughs> yeah,
3: who did the? Have one- you heard him sing? It's incredible. He's so good. It's
0: like the the when Journey found that guy in, what was it. Thailand. Thailand
3: yeah there's actually a really good uh, documentary about that guy by the way sidebar it's just
0: fantastic to think that there's like duplicates of people out there like that yeah, yeah they can actually do <gasps> that <gasps> that means somewhere we have duplicates too <laughs> oh yeah doppelgangers
3: we've I've I've seen some people send me pictures of doppelgangers
0: oh yeah let's yeah. not talk about that I know how much it drives you nuts yeah
1: <sighs> just does this scare you a little bit Andrew
3: no there's just it's just imp- annoying no, there's one in particular. There was back when I had my mustache. There's a guy in the WWE. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Yeah, 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 and everybody kept sending me, <laughs> "Hey, this guy has a handlebar mustache like you." So now people are just send yeah, me pictures I, of Vikings. Yeah, I also, get that too. Also,
0: he's pasty white. Yeah, I get I that mean, too.
1: I get pictures like Zac Efron. This, yeah. you know, see, Aaron Yeah, but Bohemian totally Rhapsody.
3: Uh, I know that somebody else in this room is very excited about it as well.
1: I am. Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm a little worried, you know, really b- with Brian Singer, you know, doing part of it and then getting kicked off and like how, you know, I just about the production, like the, the rumors about the production where there was awful and Ramey and, and Brian Singer hated each other. And so I, I don't know. It'll be, no it'll be frames interesting.
0: for this man, but it'll be
1: interesting to know how it's going to work the out. the rumor
0: mill, he watches. That's my number
1: seven. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know how you don't hear about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it doesn't impact the way I watch the movie necessarily. So,
3: Danae, what's your number seven? Venom. Woo, that was my number eight. Was yep. it?
1: Yeah. Yep. You guys had that pretty close to each other.
0: Yeah, I just remember thinking he was pretty scary when I was, you know, reading comics when I was younger, and then when I saw him on uh, Spider Man Three. Spider Man. Well, no, it was when he was on. It was a uh, a drawn comic on, like, Saturday morning cartoons or something. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, he's so scary and cool at the same time. So then he became my favorite villain for a while.
3: He is one of my favorite comic book villains, like, ever.
0: I'm curious what they'll do with it.
3: Very excited, mainly because Tom Hardy is playing Venom. I mean...
0: Is he the one that's always had his
1: face covered? <laughs> that's right.
3: Yeah, he was Bane.
1: He doesn't know how oh, to yeah. act without half of his face covered.
0: Yeah, but it's like
3: all kinds of And them. then even Dunkirk. in Dunkirk, he had that, you know, the flight mask
1: on. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: he's a meme. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that's mine. Aaron?
1: Uh, Number six, then. Yeah. We're on to number six. My number six is Trumped. So, we'll go on to Andrew's number six, which is... Trumped? No.
3: Okay. I'm going to go with Jurassic World, The Fallen Kingdom.
1: Which was my number nine. Oh, okay. So, yeah. yeah,
3: so it was trumped, just not by me. That's so, right. You trumped uh, me. I trumped you. So talk about it. So Chris Pratt and uh, Bryce Dallas Howard returning to the island. Um, there's a couple reasons why but I'm why. excited about this. <laughs> they're, actually, the plot for it actually does seem kind of cool and interesting. Why? I, do you want me to say why they're returning? I don't want to give spoilers. No, that's fine. I'm
1: not. It's not like I'm watching it, so yeah, okay. that's cool. Uh, as long as it doesn't like, spoil the ending. They have the to ending.
3: evacuate all the dinosaurs off the island because... Uh, a uh, volcano is going to destroy the island.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but the whole theory of how dinosaurs were extinct in the first place, that's just yeah.
1: funny. <laughs> but here's why. It's I'm... like if humans were around to save yeah. dinosaurs the first time.
0: But they're cute when they're small. I've got an idea. Let's go save them all. <laughs>
1: Jeff Goldblum returning as Dr. Yeah, A. that Malcolm. does make me excited. Definitely and excited also, about Goldblum coming back. the
0: director
3: has said that they are going to use more practical effects in this Jurassic Park movie than any Jurassic Park movie since the first Oh, movie. wow. Interesting. Also, there's going to be more variations of dinosaurs, including my favorite dinosaur of all time, the
0: Baryonyx.
3: If you don't know what it is, look it up. It's terrifying and awesome.
0: Is it underwater shark-like?
3: Terrifying? No, okay, is, I'll look it up. Imagine a T-Rex <laughs> with a crocodile's head and velociraptor arms. This is real? It's real. It's called the Baryonyx, B-A-R-Y-N-O-X.
1: Nice. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm i excited about Pratt. I'm excited about Goldbloom. Um, I'm always excited about seeing dinosaurs on the screen. So the practical effect thing doesn't necessarily mean uh, as much to me as it does to some people. As long as it looks cool, I don't care how you did it. Uh, so, but it'll be interesting to see.
0: Same thing is happening to me. That's happened to me when I see dinosaurs at any point in my life. They look fake. That can't be real.
1: <laughs> they
0: are. This they're all made thing? up. Danae, you you don't know real. this
1: by now. They're all made up. Dinosaurs they're all made aren't up. real. Yeah, they are no yeah. Never really existed. fossil fuel. Whatever.
0: Um, my number...
1: Nope, you're not allowed. You're trumped. I can't... You're In fact, Danae, you're trumped six, five, and four. So we'll get back to you when no! it's time for your number three.
0: No. <laughs> well, that's okay. Let's just move along.
1: <laughs> that's right. Uh, on to number five. Uh, mine, uh, is that where we're at, number five? Yes. Um, oh, my six was... Did I say my six was trumped? Yes, I did. My number five is also trumped. Um, we had a lot of crossover that's actually good however Andrew your number five is not trumped go ahead and talk about it
3: I had a feeling it wasn't going to be trumped by anybody and the only reason why this movie is on my list at all is because the trailer is one of the coolest trailers for a movie I have ever seen oh no the movie is called the den of
0: thieves I really hope that it's like it's what you see because sometimes trailers are so misleading sometimes
3: they are um has a really interesting cast. You have Gerard Butler, you have uh, Fifty Cent, and you have uh, uh, who was uh, Ice Cube's or not Ice Cube? Yeah, it was Ice Cube. Who was Ice Cube's son? Oh, uh, well, it's his
1: actual. Son. It's uh, it's his actual son, right?
3: That's what I'm saying. Yeah, you know, what was his son who oh, played him remember. in the yeah, movie? But I don't remember his name. Uh, something Osha O'Shaan Jackson. Yeah, that's
1: right. O'Shea. I O'Shea, think it's O'Shea, O'Shea Jackson. Jackson. O'Shea Jackson. Yeah, I think yeah, you're right.
3: I, I didn't want to you know mis say it, but yeah, O'Shea Jackson isn't as well. Pretty much what it is. It's a uh. Conman versus uh uh you know good uh gritty cops kind of like a modernistic uh heat movie like heist like trying to pull off the biggest heist of all time a bank nobody's ever been able to rob because it's the most heavily guarded place in the united states and gerard butler plays a cop and he is one of the type of cops like I'm, uh, I'm
1: nervous I'm, for you too. Yeah. I'm nervous because that sounds like the kind of movie you could easily make look awesome in a trailer. Yeah. And it could easily not be that awesome. Yeah.
0: You should just watch The Thomas Crown Affair.
1: <laughs> Thomas Crown. <laughs> That's, Affair. That's
0: right. Yeah. I watched that one one time. Isn't that about a heist?
1: You got it. Hey. This is why you're a guru, Danae. Yeah. yeah. This is why you are a pop culture guru. Whoop, whoop.
3: But yeah, it's, you know me, I'm a sucker for a heist movie, So I just want this to be good. I All want right. it to live up to the heat.
1: Uh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> Den of Thieves in at number five for Andrew. Uh, We mentioned Danae's number five was Trumped. Uh, My number five is also Trumped. So we're back to you now, Andrew. I'm sorry. At number four, uh, your number four is also my number five. Oh, okay. Go ahead and tell us what it is. Well,
3: I've been talking for a while, but I'll just go ahead and say that it's Natalie Portman's new movie based off of a book called Annihilation.
1: I know nothing about I... this, but it looks so. Ex- other than it's the guy that did Ex Machina,
3: he wrote and directed. Uh, well, he didn't technically write it because it's based off the book, you know.
1: I and that mm. and that is enough for me. So um, that's
0: really interesting. That that I Alex saw Garland. this one. Yeah, and I was curious about it because I think I caught a trailer or something.
3: Yeah, it's a really
1: weird trailer. Jennifer Jason Leigh's in it. Oscar yeah. Isaac. Yeah, um, but
0: I love Natalie Portman, and so I'm like, okay.
1: I I bought the book. No, it looked. I mean, it, I imagine it's amazing. Yeah, I
3: bought yeah. the book because I wanted to read the book before I saw the movie, and uh, because the it? trailer is so. It's. I haven't started it yet. Oh, okay. It's one of those like I bought it a couple days ago, but you know, life. Maybe
0: I'll read that one because I. I'm this year. I'm doing a fiction and then a nonfiction and then a fiction nonfiction. Well, this right, is
3: definitely gonna be in fiction. So I'm right
0: now in the nonfiction book, but, which is, um, which is clutter-free and kids. <laughs> I'm reading a parenting like book by someone who's a minimalist. I
1: don't think that one has been optioned for a movie yet.
0: No, not yet. <laughs> It doesn't. It probably would not be very popular. But I
1: think that maybe it
3: looks like something that Scorsese or Duncan Jones would be able to handle very well. Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Scorsese's Clutter Free with Kids yeah. coming soon. Do a theater near you. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Or Netflix. Or a
3: Tarantino movie. You uh, know, and <laughs> just get real gritty no. with it. You know. Like, no,
1: I do not want to see Tarantino's version of Clutter Free with Kids. I do not. <laughs> it is not something I'm interested in. But
3: this movie, it looks inc- entirely Annihilation, Original, right? Huh?
1: Annihilation. Annihilation.
3: Okay. Yeah. I'm very
1: excited
0: for yeah, it. The, yeah, the, the, the picture is of her kind of like looking at the skeleton of what appears to be like an alligator or something.
1: Maybe it's that dinosaur you were talking about earlier.
0: Oh, yeah, the Brana Baryonyx. <laughs> yeah, the Baryonyx.
1: Pretty much, it's, uh from what I gather, and this could be
3: totally wrong, it's nature re-evolving itself to extinguish mankind Whoa. or, you know, totally, you know, That's, ruining it Sounds like Earth. that could be right.
1: Yeah. So... Uh, I'm, yeah, that sounds I'm fun. definitely in- interested based on Alex Garland alone. Who's the director. Ex yeah. Machina was such a revelation <laughs> and to see what he's doing next. will be very well, interesting. Before
3: he did Ex Machina, he wrote for a lot of, uh, 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 uh Danny Boyle movies. Mm-hmm. Like he wrote, sunshine. Tw- and he wrote 28 days later. Yeah. So yeah, sunshine
1: is the one, the other one of the ones that he's written that, that I, I really do enjoy. Although sunshine. I do think sunshine falls apart a little bit towards the end, but yeah, um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to see what what he's going to do with this. So it was it was absolutely on my list as well. So you just had it one above where I had it.
3: That's what I do, man. and I
1: love that we're having original movies in our most anticipated list because it's so easy to get caught up in all the big movies and the sequels. And That's those my things. list. <laughs> well, it's, we're all there because obviously, yeah. You know, unfortunately, being trumped, so. my next two are sequels. <laughs> <laughs> and no, it makes sense though. Yeah. Uh, but it is nice to see those in there as well. So yeah. Danae, your number four was trumped. Uh, So we'll go on to my number four. um, Is that where we're at? Number four or number five? I'm getting confused.
2: We're at
3: three.
1: Uh, Well, I haven't done my number four yet. Was it dropped? No. No. My number four was not Trump.
3: You said said yours was Trump, so you skipped to me. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: Okay, well, let me do my number four then. My number four is First Man, Damien Chazelle's new movie that's coming out this year. Yes. If you do Whiplash and then La La Land, uh, it doesn't matter what your next movie is about. I'm going to be interested in anticipating it. Yeah. Uh, And he's bringing back Ryan Gosling. He's doing the Neil Armstrong story about being the first man on the moon, which it'll be interesting to see him do like nonfiction
3: or non-musical
1: or, or non-musical for that matter too. Yeah. Uh, so I am hoping if he hits this out of the park, which obviously is what I'm hoping for. I'm always hoping for that. Yeah. He may be the closest to the next quote unquote Spielberg that we have, because I haven't seen somebody who's been able to play in so many different genres like Spielberg has yet. And if he can do, you know, thriller like whiplash musical, like la la land, nonfiction, like first man, yeah. And nails them all. And he's, what, Um,
3: 25 years old? And he's
1: just, yeah, he's so young and can do so much more. So uh, it'll be interesting to see. But, yeah, that's definitely high up on my list at number four. So
3: Good call. It almost made my list as well.
1: Uh, I apologize. I didn't realize that uh, we had skipped my number four. So I'll go right on to my number three, which I had at the highest. uh, But Denae had it at number five, uh, Solo, A Star Wars Story, is my number three most anticipated movie. Mm. Not on your list, Andrew. Uh,
3: There's so many... Bad things happening from the production of this that I don't.
1: I, there
0: was just, one bad
1: thing that happened, and they but it's fixed a big it, right?
3: thing. It's but a they big thing. It, right? Ooh, tell
0: me, tell me what happened. <laughs> they fired
3: the directors.
0: Oh, well, but, you know what? I, i we've talked about this before. Yeah, I like it when they fire directors. <laughs> if they're not, if it's not going in the direction you want them to, and you're having trouble, now's the time to fix it. But yeah, they exactly.
2: Said,
3: they said things like they were trying to make this an Ace Ventura. Of the Star Wars, that's mm-hmm. why you
0: fire the directors. <laughs> exactly. That's but, why you take care of it right as yeah, soon as it I starts know, to happen.
3: And trust me, I love Ron Howard. He's yeah. good. So I'm excited, but at the same time, like so much has that been, killed your anticipation? It killed my anticipation and made me nervous. Okay, uh, and, I'm and, still like. Don't if, get me wrong. I I want this to be a good movie. I don't want people to think that I want this to. You know, tank. I want so, to be good at Star
0: Wars. I'm not judging you. That it's no, not, not in at top all. 10.
1: I, this is a great time, I think, to go into uh, kind of my the way I did okay, this. I'm
0: judging you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no,
1: I'm my. not really, not really. The way I I pick my most anticipated is to pretend that two movies are sitting in front of me, and I can watch only one of them immediately, and the other one I have to wait six months for. And yep. which one do I put in? And Solo is going to be that choice most of the time my- because I am so interested to see what this movie is going to be.
0: I don't know if this is true or not, but somebody told me that um Ford Harrison Ford, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. was quoted as saying that the guy who's playing Solo, who is an unknown. Well, no, he he's... was
3: in
1: uh Alden Ehrenreich is his name I think or something like that, but he yeah, was Yeah,
0: like I said he's an unknown. <laughs> um well, yeah. She loved the movie he was in.
1: She yeah, Hail Caesar. Hail he was Caesar. with the detour so simple. <gasps> oh, I
0: love that guy. <laughs> yeah. Would that it were him. So, but I guess he said something like this is either going to make or break this person. So I like, think when you when you possible. have a role like this, you know. Yeah. And so that's the part that I'm curious about. I just want to see I want to see what they do. I want to see how does take... that
1: affect you to know that it's the guy from Hail Caesar. I'm
0: going to love it. <laughs> you know I, what I'm I like, love that guy. Childish
3: Gambino as Lando Calrissian. Yeah. I mean,
0: ugh, I excited. actually I have more faith in him as an actor, because I saw him do this role. Like I, didn't, I haven't seen him do other things, right? But that was such an interesting and quirky character, and I think if you can kind of really nail a character like that in a movie like *Hail Caesar*, that you have you've got some chops, chops. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: for sure. So yeah, it's that's definitely up there for me. That is my number three, and again, Denae had it at number five. So on to Andrew's number three.
3: Wasn't trumped.
1: Nope, nobody had it higher than number three. In fact, I didn't have it on my list, and you're the actually you're the only one with it on their list. Are you kidding me? No. Nobody's no. excited for Deadpool 2. I know what it's gonna be. I, I don't I, I'm not exi- I'm not anticipating it because I know exactly what it's gonna be. I
3: do too, and that's why it's my number three. <laughs> I loved the first Deadpool movie. Ryan Reynolds is the epitome of who Deadpool is. Like he nailed that character. Mm-hmm. This one is going to be just I don't care what it is. It can just make, they can just replay the first movie. Yeah. And I would still think it's the best movie of the year. <laughs> I, I I really loved Deadpool. It was so much fun.
1: Now, it's not to say that I'm not excited or I don't think it'll be funny or I don't love Ryan Reynolds. I just, I feel like, like, I don't, I can wait. I can wait for Deadpool 2. I don't need to see it right now.
3: Here's another thing why I love the Deadpool movies is because the trailers for Deadpool, they're never scenes from the movie.
1: <laughs> that is true. I do appreciate that. Yeah. And they're so actual you can actually teases. Watch,
3: like the one, they, the most recent one they did where he was uh, Bob Ross painting is one of the funniest things I've ever seen.
0: Nice. I don't watch
1: TV. No, I haven't seen Enough. it either. Yeah. Well, oh, so. You should
0: look it up. I mean like live TV.
3: No, yeah, yeah, yeah. I but streamed. you should just go on YouTube and type in Deadpool Bob Ross trailer. It's so funny.
1: I will. Yeah. Um, so, wow, that's interesting. You're very excited about it, but it is your number three, so you've got two that you're even more excited about than Deadpool 2. So. Yeah.
0: Stay tuned as we find out
1: what the number three, two, and one spots well, are. Well, guess what, Today You get to actually mention a movie again. Oh, I do? <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, what number am I doing?
1: <laughs> your number three was actually you're the only one that had it on your list, too. Oh, really? Mm-hmm.
0: But I haven't mentioned what I had as... Oh, yes, I did. No, my number six.
1: No, you haven't because somebody has it higher still. Oh, and this is my number three? This is your number three.
0: Okay, this is what I'm really nervous about. And I think I want to exchange it with the Annihilation movie already. (laughs) But I'm going to stick with it because um, this character was my favorite in the uh, X-Men... Why can't I think of what it is? Cartoon. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Which is the Dark Phoenix.
1: yeah. Uh, Disney's X-Men Dark Phoenix (laughs) if you
0: know how Andrew felt going into Dark Tower
1: Uh, that's
0: how I feel going into if I go see this movie in the theater Dark Phoenix because just because I'm writing this list does not mean I'm going to see any of them (laughs) but if I do go see this movie I feel like that's going to be the feeling that I have because I really loved the Phoenix character was it the power
1: was it just how the the extreme amount of power she had yeah
0: so okay. it was really interesting as a as a kid watching it. It wasn't just a straightforward, you know, like Gambit or, you know, I or Storm. It's like this Gambit this per, this person who's like going to l- obliterate everything at any moment and she's just struggling with that power. So yeah, I'm really curious how they're going to show this and I've also always loved the symbolism of the phoenix. So there's just a lot in this character, like the representation of it, so I'm pretty sure that even if I'm disappointed, I'm gonna really love the symbolism of mm-hmm. what the phoenix represents. And with the CG that we're doing these days, I'm sure it's just gonna be beautiful. Well, plus, it's well, it's connected. No, it's the Justice League. It's it's oh, no.
1: connected to the you know the the X Men movies that we've been seeing too. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, so it's, connect- you know, uh, Jennifer Lawrence's mystique. And, you know, mm-hmm. that that whole crew is still kind of connected to this movie. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. And if they make it like if they put some finality on it with Disney buying well, Fox. If you know like- about
0: the Phoenix, she pretty much explodes the entire world. So <laughs> they, they can't go with her real story line or <laughs> They're just going to end everything. Of course, I guess they could undo it like they've done anyway. But
1: yeah, yeah. you can always undo it. We'll find it. Well, hey,
3: Logan wasn't canon. So,
1: um, so there you go. X Men Dark Phoenix, yep. in at number three. It's on my
0: list. Uh, Your number two.
1: My number two uh, was also on Danae's list at number four. Uh, my number two is Incredibles two. Uh, I would think it might be a surprise that it's not my number one, but uh, but Incredibles two is super exciting. I cannot wait to see what the the pars are up to. <laughs> Ellen and Bob and Dash and Violet.
0: I just recently rewatched Jack. Jack. Have you seen it? What lately? Incredibles.
1: The Incredibles.
3: Yeah. It's been a hot minute. By hot minute, I
1: mean like seven years.
0: Yeah, it just. I hadn't watched it in a long time either. Yeah.
1: So what do you think when you rewatched it? I
0: still think it stands up. Oh, it's really? amazing. Yeah, I really did. I really. I still enjoy it. I watch
1: it at least once a year.
3: Where is my super suit?
0: Yeah. It's just a really clever. Um, so I'm kind of curious what they do. And at the time, we were so used to, if a, if a movie is successful, you come out with a second one. So it was a real shock to most people who enjoyed The Incredibles that they didn't immediately come out with another one. Mm-hmm. So it's just a way that Pixar really stood uh, apart from other film organizations who were just doing the same thing. They don't thing. rush
1: out sequels. They didn't, at least. <laughs>
0: no, they had a plan. No, we want to do this movie next. We have a plan for so many movies. So... Yeah. That's, that's how that goes.
1: I'm super excited. At the same time, this could be my Dark Tower or Dark yeah. Phoenix. Like, you we'll know, see. this could be a huge letdown. But they didn't let me down with the Toy Story sequels. I didn't really feel like they let me down with the Monsters, Inc. sequel. I didn't feel like they let me down with the Finding Nemo sequel. So, so they do, is what you're saying. <laughs> so they do. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. No. Uh, that is my number two. and uh, My number four. And your number four. Andrew, your number two is Trumped.
3: Yeah, of course it
1: is. (laughs) And uh, so we'll go on to Denae's number two, which was also uh, my number six.
0: Black Panther. Yeah. I'm really kind of how I was thinking about, you know, Oceans 8 with seeing um, a cast of women. I'm really excited to see a cast of African-Americans. I'm Mm -hmm. like chalk it up to. Especially in a
1: superhero movie like this. This
0: culture that we're in. We're just trying to break through some of the norms. And in Hollywood known for not having a lot of women lead and not having a lot of African-American lead, and that's been changing in recent history. And it's been getting more attention in recent history that it has been an issue.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I was Like actually, the Oscar so white thing. Yeah, and, yeah,
0: yeah, and that's been a problem for a long, long, long time. Actually, I saw a cover of, I think it was like People Magazine from maybe the late 80s, early 90s, and it was addressing that same thing. Like, here are the African-American actors and actresses who were not even on the year like the Denzel Washington was there, mm-hmm. you know. And so this has been a recurring thing. So I'm just really excited. I feel kind of like when I watched, um, oh, what was the Netflix series after? Cage? Yes. yeah, of Cage? Yeah, Luke Cage, which I really enjoyed. Mm. Um, so anyway, I'm just excited to see what it looks like to have a powerful cast of uh, men and women in the Marvel universe. And I think I'm really excited because... My niece and my nephew are both biracial, and I'm so excited for them to be able to like just connect to these superheroes yeah. um, yeah. in a totally new way. Identity so.
1: casting is important. It's yeah. valuable. It's, uh, you know, we've seen it with Wonder Woman and girls yeah. you know, looking up to that character. I'm I think really connected same. to how
0: powerful that is. Yeah,
1: it's very powerful, so. and it's very important, and it's hard for people like Andrew and I, who are white dudes, it's, what? Hard, it's hard for us <laughs> to understand. Like, it really is more difficult for us to... Because we've always had people in movies that look like us. Right. Yeah. And that are us. We've always had Indiana Jones and, you know, Marty McFly. did and, you, know, you know
3: I'm actually related to Thor... <laughs> wow that
0: go. makes so much sense so yeah. well you know what I've always had the secretary to relate to so oh no, no come on <laughs> well you know Chris Hemsworth
1: was the secretary in Ghostbusters so it all that, comes that's things, that's are, things are changing full so circle no, but, about but that. you're but you're so absolutely Geneva right sister is what you're saying yes that's exactly <laughs> okay. what I'm saying yes. Uh, you're absolutely right. It's so valuable, so important. And I, too, had it on my list. I'm really excited to see what they do with this property. Me, too. Because it's a property I don't know. Me, too. In some of my favorite Marvel like movies. Like Ant-Man. Like Ant-Man and Guardians. Yeah. And, you know you like, com- I don't know the story. Don't know. Well, for that matter, Iron Man. I didn't know anything about Iron Man before the first Iron Man. So, you know. I was
3: surprised to find out so many people didn't know who Iron Man
1: well, you was. Knew who I-, Iron- I barely knew who Captain America was. Like it's just it's it's interesting. That's to think. actually so true. It's yeah. it's interesting to think about how things have changed. Yeah, because they gave away or they sold the Marvel did the properties that I that everybody knew about X Men. They sold Spider Man. They Spider Man. They, they sold Fantastic Four. Those were the three that I really knew. Uh, Incredible Hulk, I guess, was the other one that I, you know, but that was because of the TV show. Yeah. But um, so I, I'm, I'm really interested to see Black Panther. Me too. I'm, me, me too. I, the pictures I've seen, it looks like they're really being uh, authentic to the heritage mm-hmm. of African-Americans, of people of color. And I think that's valuable. I think that's awesome.
0: I'm so excited. Um,
1: I would highly recommend, Danae, as, as you're speaking on this, I would highly recommend checking out Dear White People on Netflix. I think you might enjoy that. Uh, Donald Glover's Atlanta. Might be another one to really get the full people of color experience. Mm. Uh, you know, kind of uh, I, the perspectives I learned in those two shows alone were mind blowing and beautiful for me. Uh, so I would recommend those two. But I, I think it's a beautiful time to see these stories come more to the front. Uh, you know, we're
0: in a good time. Hopefully,
1: I, I hope so. I, it, we're in a good time and we're in an awful time. Doesn't it feel like like the best yeah. times? It was the worst of times. And I think those. I those feel two- like
0: we're in an age of of the um like our our country is having one of those charcoal face masks have you seen those on? oh
3: yeah you're talking about the al jolson's
0: like you just so if you've seen them on like Black there's face. like these little videos are you talking about no, blackface talking i about blackface. didn't think you were talking no. about
1: blackface Wait. no no
0: i'm talking about like when you like do the face because that is what it
1: sounded like when you said charcoal face mask when you were talking about blackface but... i can
0: understand that that was an awkward reference and i apologize that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about when you peel it away and all the gross, nasty oh, crud comes yeah, out. Oh the charcoal
1: yeah. masks. Char- yeah. yeah. Ch- okay, yeah. So
0: that's what I. That is
1: exactly what she said. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But, but, okay. Whenever. You... But in
0: an odd context. <laughs> right. In an yeah. odd
1: context. Exactly.
0: So I feel like that's kind of what's happening in our country right now. It's like we're, we're peeling we're away just the peeling mask, peeling away this mask, and it's, and it's gross oh, and, and we're it's looking nasty. at it, and it's disgusting, and it's really uncomfortable. But then hopefully there's just nice healing, and we never have to have those things again. Like let's yeah. just get it all taken care of. Let's she just go
3: through this. Healing process, you have to unfortunately be sick first. Yeah, you and do,
0: and it, that's what happens when you look at the mask. I will just yeah. speak from personal experience. Well, and I can speak, know, speak from personal
1: experience of having kids get deep cuts and having to have those cuts cleaned, mm-hmm. and how painful that is to really get the junk out of there and the gravel out of it there. And, you to though, but you have to do it or you won't heal properly. And so, yeah. So as, as much as right. I
0: hate that, there's a lot. It's of, the pus of of people that are really bold in their hatred um i hate that part about our country and i hate that boldness at the same time it's like okay now we really can't ignore it now it's really something we have to deal with and these i think these kinds of cultural movements these kind of pop culture moments is going to be part of the major healing so i i'm a big cheerful big cheerleader on that part
1: very nice uh love it all right ready for our number ones make it happen um, Mine no, was Trump, no, so it's nobody, yours. Nobody's number one. Nobody's number one was Trump. Imagine that.
3: Uh, well, <laughs> you technically trump my number two
1: to be your number one. <laughs> That's right. It just, yeah. just it's impossible to trump a number one because there's nothing above a number one. Yeah. Uh, my number one is Infinity War. It is the only movie that we all had on our list. Really, uh, number one on my list. Uh, number number, six number two on andrew's list and number six on list. because i'm kind
0: of getting tired of it
1: (laughs) (laughs) no i get that totally
0: but i want to see the end Um, but is it the
1: end well i think there's two there's two infinity war movies they
3: said that this movie is going to be the ending of this like the phase system yeah they'll say everything there's uh the person who like runs marvel at disney he said. This Kevin movie Feige? is going to be everything before Infinity War, and then there's going to be everything after. Yeah, War, where they say this is changing oh, okay.
0: everything.
1: Yeah, I I like, think.
0: I, who do you think's going to
3: die? Captain America and Iron Man.
1: I, yeah, I think they both might. Yeah, I think, think Scarlet might go too. Really? Mm-hmm. Wait, Scarlet Witch or Scarlet Johansson? <laughs> That's true because those are two different good, characters. Good
0: point. Forgot about the witch. <laughs> yeah, I think.
3: I don't think they can kill ScarJo without giving her her own movie. No
1: way! I don't way. know. I don't it's think it's going they to be can. so interesting. Um, there's 67 characters they're dealing with. 67 yep. characters. How do you even do that in one movie?
0: Well, like we're how, about to find out. Oh, like <laughs> I, it's I just that my, have,
1: that's why it's my most anticipated. Because yeah. I cannot wait to see how they pull this off.
3: If gonna they have, can pull I think it off. they're going to have like Daredevil and all those people in the movie. Like, all, like the Luke Cage and all of them?
0: I think you have to bring all these characters in to make the death of some of the major ones less painful. Yeah. Mm. You know, like if it was just going to be the ones we've seen in all the Avengers before, and you lose, you know, Iron Man, yeah. you lose Tony Captain Stark. America, yeah. you know, then then where does the rest of the movie go? But if you've got like the distraction of uh, Guardians of the Galaxy folks in there, you're kind of like, okay, at least we still have these Damn, guys. You can kind just... of like defer your pain. I can't you know? get my
1: brain around it. I just cannot get my brain around. It. First of all, a bunch of people in a movie I haven't seen, Black Panther, are going to be in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, all the Guardians are going to be in it. Yeah. Uh, you've got the, the obviously all the Phase people we know before. Yeah. That includes Spider-Man. Now that includes Ant-Man. That include like mm-hmm. I, it's just it's going to be huge. I I cannot wrap my brain how, around and it. And how
0: do you have the story be the main character, right? How do you keep that? There's-
1: I know, I know It could be it could be the worst thing in the world, the most distracting thing in the world. It could also be the deepest movie we've ever seen because yeah. of the relationship we have with all of these characters.
3: Here's something I doubt they would do, but if they did it, it would be it would make this the best movie ever. If Deadpool was in it, because they own Deadpool now. Here's I, why I wonder if
1: you might I wonder I, I'm just like my fingers are crossed and uncrossed at the same time that Hugh Jackman makes an appearance. Yeah. As I, Logan. Like,
0: okay, here's yeah. my prediction. Deadpool kills Thanos. <laughs>
1: okay. Well <laughs> I I don't you
3: guys probably don't know this because you guys don't read comics. Thanos and Deadpool are very connected. Are to they me, really? Very connected because they're both in love with the same woman. Death. Oh, like the actual literal death, like the Grim Reaper's a woman, and Thanos wants to marry her so he never can die. And she's in love with Deadpool because he can't die.
0: Meanwhile, we haven't seen that character. Death, no. We but saw, I'm saying we that saw. The, that
3: could actually be a really cool storyline.
1: Man, I, it's I. Here's here's my prediction. They're not going to include any of the Fox stuff in, in Doctor in Who Comedy is going to be in there. Besides, ma-
3: besides maybe Logan, you think? Besides Hugh Jackman? Maybe? No, I
1: don't think they're going to. I so, have my fingers crossed that what? they will, but yeah. I don't think they're going to include any of the Fox acquisition in this movie. Hmm. Yeah. Um, I just think it's too soon. Uh, Spider Man was already kind of planned out when they did that, yeah. so hmm. I just I think that stuff's going to stay free. We'll clear. see. Yeah. I think that stuff's going to be fa- the next version of what Marvel does is going to be the interconnectedness of X Men, Fantastic Four, and then all these char- like these new characters mm-hmm. going forward. So interesting. It, it will be. It's going to be fascinating to see what they do.
0: I hope it doesn't feel like a shuffle of a deck. And then see, that's the negative side. Yeah, it absolutely you know? could. It could feel. Because you've got all these characters. You've got literally more characters than you have cards in a deck.
1: They blew my mind when they did it for the first Avengers. Yeah. I couldn't I believe they pulled that, it that never, off. It's
0: never been it's never done. never Yeah. Is J.J. I... Abrams involved? No. Still? No. Okay, then my hope is gone.
2: <laughs>
1: he was never involved. He was never involved with Marvel.
0: Well, he needs to be. <laughs> <laughs> Because he's a Star he,
1: Wars guy. He's
0: done all of those combos, right? Didn't That's he do true. all the combos he, and he's done a fantastic Star job? Star Trek,
1: Star Wars, Mission yeah. Impossible. Yeah. Yeah, he's basically brought everything. Bring on
0: JJ. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, well, that'll be up to Kevin Feige. He's kind of the JJ of this universe, right? Okay. Like he's Kevin Feige is the guy that, they're Feige? Is it? Feige. I think it's Feige. Yeah. I, he, I didn't want to. No, correct me, man. Yeah. Correct me. Every yeah. time. I want to know. Uh, Feige's the one who's brought all these people together, so yeah. it'll be interesting to see where they want to go next, but that's my number one, and again, the one we all had on our list, so, yeah. uh, excited to see that. On to Andrew's number one, uh, which I think only, no, uh, it was Danae's number nine, uh, but it was not on my list, that's so, shame. yeah, but it's Andrew's number one.
3: I am the most excited for the movie, Ready Player One, Steven Spielberg's newest I adventure. love Spielberg. And this is one of my favorite books of all time. Obviously, Dark Tower is my favorite book, but this is really up there. Like, it's in my top three. Um, for those of you who don't know what Ready Player One is, it's about this uh, world that you go to. It's a video game movie uh, or book, whatever you want to call it. I'll just say movie for this general. <laughs> so what it is, it's this world where there is this video game where Every single thing from pop culture is in the video game. Iron Giant, Back to the Future, Star Wars, Star Trek. It is pretty much the Who Framed Roger Rabbit of nerddom. (laughs) Where you watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit you're like, how did they get all of these? The licensing for all of this stuff, yeah. That's what this movie is. And then going into, before I saw the trailer, I'm like, I don't know how they're going to do it. Then I saw the trailer, and everything that I thought was going to be in this movie seemed to be in this movie. That's what the trailer was, is letting you know we got the licenses for all these things. And you're like, oh, my gosh. So, yeah, it's a video game where everything from pop culture exists. Which is
1: kind of how video games have progressed. Like, you think of, like, the Infinity thing that Disney does where all the different characters are in the same game and the Marvel games do that. so. So
3: you mix that, that world, with this kind of... Charlie in the Chocolate Factory trying to be the one to figure out so you can. It's about, okay, so the world's impoverished. And the heir of this video game called The Oasis dies. He says, I left three Easter eggs within the game. Whoever can solve the Easter eggs will get my inheritance and own the Oasis.
1: That is very Charlie in the Chocolate Factory.
3: Yeah, so he says, I'm dead, so whichever, you own it now. So it's the race between all these people to try and get it out, but there's also this competing company to the Oasis. They've hired, like, uh, and the game's free. He, he, uh, the guy who, the uh, Willy wonka dude, he made the entire game free. So there's this corporation who's hiring, like, thousands of people to try and figure out the Easter eggs so that they can own it and then charge people for it. So it's everybody trying to beat this major corporation.
1: Interesting. Uh, it sounds fascinating to me. I, I really knew nothing about it. Uh, I haven't seen the trailer that you talk about, so I haven't had that euphoria experience of seeing whatever all these properties together. So, but yeah. that does sound interesting to me. At the same time, it could also be very distracting. I would think because you're dealing with all these different properties and licenses, and they don't feel right together, uh, or or might not feel right together. Yeah. So
0: I uh, had a friend talk about loving this book, mm-hmm. and then I saw. Um, it pop up on some of the forums that that several people were. There's a whole thread about how excited they were. So then yeah. my interest got peaked. So that's another book maybe that will be on my fiction read this year.
3: I recommend getting the audiobook for it because it's read by Will Wheaton, which is great. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Oh, fun. Will Wheaton from Star Trek.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, that 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 does sound really fun. So yeah, uh, I'm excited. I always excited to see what Steven Spielberg does. Yeah. So um, definitely be. Uh, on my list of interest for sure. All right, today it's all down
0: to you. Your number one wasn't on either of our lists. Shocker of the century. <laughs> I'm going Ant Man. Now here's why. Because I was so enamored with it when I watched it the first time.
1: Yeah, you loved Ant Man.
0: I loved it. I had such a good time. I think it was be- it was a Guardians of the Galaxy type thing, you know, where
1: low you expectations, didn't
0: have any idea what was happening, and then all you go out and you, I laughed so much. So. I think because I had such a good time on number the first one, that's why I had on my second one, and totally I'm most curious about it. And you played the game with me before the show, Aaron. All right, you can only watch one today. What is it? Mm-hmm. And I thought Ant Man was the one that I would watch today. Yeah, so uh, that's why I was a fan
3: it, of the first
0: Ant Why so. it wound up on my number one.
1: I was a huge fan of the first Ant-Man, just barely didn't make my list. Uh, I'm excited to see how they expand the role of uh, Evangeline Lilly. Oh, the Wasp? Yeah, because technically the movie's called Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes, it is. And so, you know, she's sharing top billing in the title. So, you know, I wonder if it's more of a movie about her than even about him.
0: I do want to make an admission, though, that when Ant-Man appeared in the Avengers movie, I didn't remember who he was.
1: (laughs) Oh, in Civil War? (laughs) So... That's right. I have (laughs) forgotten that. It's like your favorite movie of that year. You're like, like, who is this? (laughs) Who's that guy? Who's the shrinking guy?
0: That's more of an attribute to like my personality and how quickly I forget movies once I watch them. So I just launch it out into space. I I don't have room in my brain for everything anymore. I
3: will say I did like Paul Rudd in the Ant-Man role in Civil War way more than I liked the actual Ant-Man movie.
0: Because he was so enamored to be around his his that was so new funny hero peers <laughs> and
3: i think that for that maybe it was just for me but that character i i felt was better in that smaller proportion you know mm-hmm. than you know the entire two hours i thought may
1: was maybe a bit mm. much not me man i loved it
0: i thought it was a good introduction to his character because i had never met him before so i kind yeah. of liked the longer introduction but this one's definitely going to be more of a okay you know the character and you know the wasp so let's let's see what these two are going to do like what is their story together um there's also isn't there a movie that's is already come out about going miniature, shrinking down into a little Downsizing. of I
1: mean, your kids. Downsizing.
0: Yeah, it has that yeah, downsizing, downsizing. yeah. the Matt
1: The Matt Damon one. a little bit just a out? bit yeah, just came out. Yeah. Did you see it? I did. Was it good? Nope. Oh, dang it. Yeah. Uh, well. it was a huge <laughs> disappointment. It a the fact that we just talked about. It little bit of a little of the year. So of yeah.
0: really a bummer because I a the idea of things being in of things being in miniature. Watch probably Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Probably.
1: Watch the first 45 minutes of Downsizing and then turn it off. Okay. Like, the first 45 minutes of Downsizing super is fun. all that stuff and is super fun. And then it just goes...
0: Somewhere weird. Okay. Very
1: weird. Mm-hmm. So, okay. and it has nothing to do with the shrinking anymore. Like, the second half of the movie just completely leaves that behind. You're like, so, uh, we're,
0: we're, we're doing a movie for real now uh, on something <laughs> else entirely. Okay, well, that's a bummer. But anyways, yeah. I love the idea of shrinking and I really thought that they did a fun... um, How they approached shrinking and getting larger yeah, the and the changed. toys mm-hmm. and the different things that are really entertaining to see when you shrink in and Or when the
1: toy the toy train is to- exactly crashing that's on about. the car and that stuff yeah. cracked yeah.
0: me up. Yeah. And it still cracks me up thinking about it. Yeah. So, I'm really excited to see what they do with this one.
1: Well, there you go. Guys, man. We did it.
3: I will tell you, I would have had a a different number one, but it got postponed to 2019.
1: Oh, what was your number one? Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Oh, they postponed that. Yep. Mm. Well, I have what would probably be my number one that was supposed to come out in 2016 and then was supposed to come out this, this year and now isn't coming out to 2020. What's that? Avatar two. Oh so yeah. So it just keeps getting delayed. So oh,
3: um, I- delay. I'm su- to make actually, it good. I'm surprised uh, nobody had Mortal Engines on their uh, list. Yeah, I just I, I don't didn't... even know what that is. Peter Jackson's newest. He's not directing it, but it's his newest venture. Well, and that's the thing. Without him
1: directing, and just did I didn't. I didn't find a lot. You yeah. know, necessarily interesting about it. It's going to be a great year, though. 2018.
3: I... Can is we end have a... on that note of how good next yeah. year or this year looks? I keep saying yeah. next year, but yeah, it's, it's going
1: to be. Year. Absolutely amazing. Uh, before we get on to our buried treasure, I do want to remind you, Cif Pop Podcast is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network. And if you want to support, uh starts at three bucks a month mm-hmm. at uh patreon.com slash studio DNA. Lots of fun perks. You can hear our conversation on uh, the poker uh, princess movie. Uh, you can also hear the uh, the inside joke of goo hey, goo. Uh, you can hear all that uh, on the pre-show that you only get if you're uh, a member of our Patreon crew. Which
0: is three bucks a month.
1: Yeah, just three bucks a month. And not only that, if you've been hearing ads at the beginning and end of your podcast, those will go away, too, because you'll have your own podcast feed uh, as uh, a member. So that's patreon.com slash studio DNA. And some
0: behind-the-scenes stuff uh, is I'm working on our yearly gift for those who supported at $10 a month that's last right. year. And I've been looking at some pretty fun stuff, but I have to make a decision soon because You
3: get to babysit Iris for the day. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Congratulations. Here's a porg. <laughs> so anyhow, there's other perks too. So you can check all that out at patreon.com slash studio DNA. And thank you guys for your support. It means a lot to us.
1: Absolutely. All right, guys. What's that one thing in the area of pop culture that you want to make sure people know about? What's your buried treasure? Who? Who's going first? Day. Why don't you go first? Dana.
0: Well, I have buried treasure, but I've remembered at the last second that it's already been talked about recently. Oh, that's fine. Go ahead. It's the Stranger Things game. Okay. The what? The Stranger Things. App game?
3: Oh, I didn't know there was
0: one. Oh, it's so fun! Is it? I'm really having a good time with it. Um, but I think Sean Michael maybe yeah. talked yeah. about yeah. it Sean recently. Sean
1: from D Point Out, I think mentioned it. But go so, ahead, tell us about your experience with it. Uh,
0: so I haven't beat it yet, which is really fun. I love that I can't beat the game. And there's two modes. There's classic mode, and then there's like an easier mode. And I'm I'm choosing classic, so like when you die, you have to start over again at certain points, and nice. it's just. So there have been some difficulties and it's very puzzle. It's like a puzzle, you know, so you go into a room and you've got to figure out how to move things around to open doors and you know, you have to uh, shatter things to get hearts and get your levels back. So it feels very Zelda yeah. yeah, like. Yeah. Zelda. And you're building a team. So for example, the very first thing you're doing is you're going around in this one lab area and you will, and you have one character that can like punch the bad guys and there's uh, these like little bitty um, pipes and you can go over and click on them. It's like you're too big to fit through here. So you know that later on you're going to be small enough somehow or you're not strong enough to break through this log. So, you know, eventually and you keep adding characters to your team.
1: So they do it pretty well. You can go keep back
0: into areas you couldn't get to before. So it's very engaging. And then it shows you your percentage of how much you've completed. So I still haven't beat it yet, and I love a game that takes me some time to actually beat. There's a lot of mindless games out there. So for one that's engaging and it has characters that you're familiar with, and it's fun, Zelda-like. So I highly recommend that one.
1: Aaron, what you got? Um, Speaking of mindless games, uh, I'm going to do one of those. It's crazy. Just now in the chat, Brian, in our live chat, because we do this this live, says, My Berry Treasure was Adventure Capitalist, an app that I'm addicted to because of Aaron. Mine is actually the sequel to that game. That,
0: and can I just say, it's my fault that you know about it, and I wish I would have <laughs> never showed it to you.
1: There's a new version called Adventure Communist uh, oh, that is, that is oh. just <laughs> as addicting, just as fun, where you just have to, you know, it's a button it's, pusher. It where seems
3: you... a lot easier because doesn't everybody just make the same?
1: <laughs> you would think that would make it easier. Yeah. But, oh, no, there's some differences. Uh, they do. They just do such a great job for people who have brains like I do that are addicted to efficiency things. Where what's the quickest mm-hmm. way I can, you know, get this to increase? How do I shift this over here? What strategy can I use? And they're just really good at designing that. And they've designed Adventure uh, Communists to be the same kind of thing. Of course, so the
0: opposite of that is that it exposes for those of us who aren't well doing very good with this. Where I was playing the game for weeks, and then Aaron's playing for like two minutes, and he's already ten times wealthier than I am. <laughs> so. For me, it's just like it exposed my lack of interest. Yeah, we just have different (laughs) brains. That's all. So I deleted the app. But yeah, you love it.
1: Uh, So yeah. So if you've been upset with me for getting you addicted to Adventure Capitalist, well, guess what? Congratulations. You're going to hate me even more (laughs) because they've now got Adventure (laughs) Communist. uh, And it's pretty amazing and completely free unless you want to buy. You know how games have, you know, where you can in you can buy stuff in the game to make it easier. But I just I don't ever do that.
0: Aaron texted me after he found this. He's like, you remember that? clicky clicky game <laughs> that clicky, they got addicted game. to that you introduced me to well they have a sequel and I'm like clicky clicky game and all of a sudden it came back Adventure Capitalist yep
1: there you go Fun what stuff. about you Andrew
3: do you want to make it three for three and talk about another video game yeah 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 sure so I think I may have I don't know if I've made this a very treasure but it or not but if it, I have it's been a very long time it's a video game called Smite have I told you the review about it no go ahead so Smite is a free game you can play on either PC or consoles. Pretty much what it is, it is all the different gods from all the different mythologies, like Hindu, Greek, Egyptian, Norse.
1: Sounds like the TV show American Gods.
3: Yeah, kind of, except it's a battle royale. You choose whichever god you think is coolest. You could choose Zeus or Ra or Thor or Odin or, you know, mm-hmm. Shock or Kukulkan. all these, like, Mayan gods and all And even, like, lesser-known deities, like, not quite deities, like Medusa and stuff like that. And it's a battle royale. You just, like, choose them. They they each have their different special abilities and stuff. So it's like
0: Mortal Kombat, but with gods? Except
3: it's a bunch. Like, it's a team. It's all team-based. So you have to, like, either capture objectives together, like, try and take over, like, kill their titan or before they try and kill your titan and stuff like that. It is so fun, and it is free. Now, granted, there are... You know, microtransactions and stuff like that. But for the most part, you can pretty much play the game for free.
1: That's awesome.
2: Yeah.
3: Absolutely love cool. it.
1: Yeah. There you go. Give you some play stuff to do. Fun times. Mm-hmm.
0: Go we- forward and procrastinate with games. Woo-hoo! I was,
2: I
1: was going to do a movie, but I figure we've
3: talked enough about movies today. So, so true. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just make it a video game.
0: You did it, guys. Woo-hoo! We did it. A podcast happened. Do I end up being on episodes where we do lots of lists? Is this just like how it happens no I
1: purposely keep you away from lists you won't like this is the this is the
0: this is the one I do this
1: is the one that you can do Mm -hmm. because you 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 do look forward to movies you just don't go see them that's right that's true that's awesome
0: well thanks for having me on
1: yeah no thanks for being on much appreciate it thanks so much for joining us today for Sif Pop it is part of the Studio DNA Podcast Network You can find out more about other live and later shows on the network by following us at Spreaker. That's where everything's at, uh, either in the Spreaker app through your mobile device, or you can go to Spreaker.com slash dna. And
0: breaking news, you can also now go to StudioDNA.media, which is our new website, and you can listen to the show that way.
1: Huge thanks to today's guru, It's... That's me. Host Emeritus Denae. Oh,
0: uh, thank you guys for having me on. Um, If you want to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter at Denae Says or on Instagram at JDenae. And then, of course, listen to our other podcast, Shoe the Dough on the yeah. network
1: all that's at by the way the Spreaker that we talked about you can Mm -hmm. find out all the podcasts on the network there much love and gratitude to our Patreon supporters who make it possible for giving monthly to make this show and others on the network happen support starts at three bucks a month comes with some pretty fun perks you can find out more about that as mentioned at patreon.com slash studio DNA lots of ways to connect with the podcast Uh, most of that at Spreaker you can comment there Uh, all the comments that happen from the live show happen there as well so that's at Spreaker.com slash studio DNA or you can email us at feedback at siftpop.com that works as well and finally if you're having a good time your movie loving friends will probably enjoy the show too make sure you let them know about it and that listening is much easier than stuffing 67 heroes into one movie uh, no spoiler chat this week nope we will be back next week uh, with a special swift sift uh, that's going to be from the critics choice awards next week because that happens Karen's next Thursday still to LA. Yeah, so we'll join you from LA next week see you then
3: I get next
1: week off? You get next week off, my friend.
0: Unless you're going to L.A. with Aaron.
3: Nah.